1999, Andrew Razowitz was serving in the Coast Guard and had a life-changing UFO encounter with 20 other witnesses. This Nimitz-style encounter would eventually lead Andrew to meet Dr. Stephen Greer and learn the CE5 method in 2011. After meeting with Dr. Greer, Andrew started to train with psychic medium Robert Hansen in Long Island, New York, after he was told by Mr. Hansen that he had the gift of being a psychic medium. Since meeting with Dr. Greer, he has had dozens of 100% peaceful interactions with UFOs and ETs. Andrew has a unique gift and combines his psychic abilities and UFO contact all at the same time. He is on a quest to show the connection between UFOs and the afterlife. In 2022, Andrew had his UFO videos professionally analyzed from MUFON Australia. His video footage will be featured in a six-part documentary series under the Discovery Channel called Close Encounters Down Under. Andrew is the real deal. I first became aware of him when he did a friend's podcast. And after I posted a clip of what he said on that podcast, I was attacked on Twitter because I think it hit close to the truth. We dive into that here and much more. Gary gets DNA. Kit Green focuses on brain scans. Okay. So yep. he wants to look at the brains of brain. contactees. Money person paying for this. Bigelow. There you go. It's that simple. We don't need yep. to experience it's that. Boom, done. So Bigelow was the money guy. He basically yeah. had the money to do a study. Now, if you ask John Burroughs or other experiences that have gone through this, I've right. heard, well, Gary Nolan asked my DNA to what Kit Green did, and no one will tell us what they're doing with our DNA. I want to thank you for taking the time and chatting with me. And I know we've yeah. been like missing each other and stuff and everything that's been going on. But like I saw you on um, James... Yeah. In Dolly show, right? And um yep. James is like the guy that got me into this, right? He he literally was the guy yeah. that was like that was like, dude, you should do this. Like you you should do this, man. Like you, you know, you have a voice. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. He's like, you, you say a lot of good stuff. And I'm like, whatever, dude. So, anyways, he ended up talking me into it. Um, it was like right right when the pandemic hit. And uh, so he was like essential in me getting started and showing me the ropes and all this stuff and getting me on. So then when I when I saw you on a show, I was like, wow how come I've never heard of you before? This is amazing. Like James never said anything, you know, and I'm just like, yep. and then like th those things that you said, like just rang all these alarm bells for me. And I was like, wow. Cause yeah. you know, I, I've been writing a book and I, you know, I have notes and I have like all this stuff and I have, you know, friends and I'm like, holy crap, Andrew just said all of the shit that I've been speculating that I've been putting <laughs> pieces together for all these years. Yeah, man. And I was like, I was like super excited about it. So dude, thank you so much for taking the time and chatting yeah. with me. Yeah, man, for sure. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I love your story, cool. man. I, I love the whole thing. I know a lot of people know it um, and it's awesome. I mean, it's cool that you do what you do every day and, it, and it's amazing to, and you know, before I got into the UFO thing, I mean, it was always in the UFOs, right? So that was how I started off. But then the psychic aspect of the whole thing just took over. I mean, massively, right? Uh, um, almost from the beginning. And it was, and it's almost like bread and butter, you know, they always go together and I didn't really, and it's just now that I think a lot of people are kind of waking up to that realization that there's that whole component that's interbaked, you know, like you, you almost can't have one without the other. And, you know, yeah. that was interesting to hear your story about all of it too, where it's, it's intimately related, right? I mean, you, yeah, you, I mean, obviously you've had experiences that have, are, are mind boggling on both ends of that spectrum. So, <laughs> and together, right? Like from, like, yeah, like your experiences have been, you know, uh, they, they correlate massively, you know? So, um, 
Yeah, I mean, like, do you remember your first UFO, UFO experience? And was it related to a psychic experience that you ever had? So the first UFO experience I talk about, I mean, I've mentioned this, you might have heard a little bit of this, but when I was in the Coast Guard. Oh, right. So right. prior to that, some paranormal stuff, but nothing like like nothing like this. <laughs> this is different, okay. This, yeah, you yeah. know. And what I mean is, so growing up in life, people would die and I would kind of think that, all right, I kind of feel like they're around me. I'm not certain. But right. being a kid growing up in Long Island, I grew up in Long Island. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I came from a regular household. My dad was a firefighter. Mom was a teacher. So mm-hmm. I would talk about these things, but it wasn't like we were talking about it every day. You know, like, it's like, yeah. all right, you're a little kid. You're bringing this up. Oh, I think someone's around me because they passed away. It only goes so far. You know, they're right, like, oh. Right. Maybe it's your imagination or they just brush it off. Like, or like that's, that's how you're normal. dealing with the grief or something like that. Maybe. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. Right. Right. Absolutely. And I have to say, I, I get that. And I, I understand that now over the years from one being a parent, right? I have three kids now. So <laughs> yeah. now I get it. Okay. Maybe yeah. kids are just, they have that imagination or they're dealing with something. Whereas it goes a little deeper where, you know, if you're getting visual contact or they're pointing to something. <laughs> okay, there's a little bit more to that, right? And just, right, right. oh, these things are around me or I'm seeing lights in the sky or I'm seeing spirits. While I have them on video and photo and I could show you them, that's a whole different ballgame. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. Especially in, in the, kid, the, I mean, the two-way communication, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And as, yeah. A, as a kid, I wasn't taking photos. I wasn't mm-hmm. taking videos. You know, this is the 19... I, grew, I was born in 1980. So mm-hmm. I grew up in the 1980s, 1990s. I wasn't going around with a 35 millimeter camera taking photos. Not at all. I just thought, okay, everyone experiences this. I right. thought this is normal, right? Like, but you don't talk about it. You don't go to school and say, hey, I saw a ghost in my room or there was a loud outside at night. I don't know what it is, right? That'd be right. a little right. weird. Yeah. So yeah. I was lucky that I had a grandmother who was into watching the show Unsolved Mysteries. Scared the shit out of me my whole life when I, just this yeah, when, when right? Robert Stack would come on, I'd be like <laughs> looking all through my yeah, house, man. like t- turning yeah, on every light. All right. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm almost the same age. I was born in '79, so yeah, I'm flipping out every light that you know it was Wednesday night. Every light on my house was on because Unsolved Mysteries is on. <laughs> I, I love right. It was scary, but yet I had to watch it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm like, I gotta mm-hmm. see what's next. What's next? Oh my god, yeah. that's so scary, but. But it was different. And yeah. I'd watch that with my grandmother. Then we watch marathons of it. You know, they'd oh, have yeah. the whole weekend on Lifeline TV. So oh, yeah. I'd go to her house on the weekend and just sit there. I didn't have cable in my house. So it used to be on yeah. cable back in the day. Go to my grandmother's house with cable. We'd sit yeah. there, we'd watch. And I'm like 13 at one point. And, and I look at her one night and I, I don't know why. I just looked at her. They were showing like it was like a ghost, like a life after death type episode. Yeah, and yeah. I look at her and I go, I go, Graham. I said, when you go to heaven, and you know you're okay and you're a grandpa, can you give me a sign? And she looked at me and she goes, Yeah, I promise I will. I said, yeah. but I don't want to see a feather or like a coin on heads. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, right, I want right, that. Right. What's on TV? Give me that. Like, whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sign for me. Oh my God, that's wild. So that was it. We never brought it up again. We didn't tell anyone this. It just that was it. Done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Fast forward to 1999, 2000-ish, right around there. I'm in the Coast Guard. I'm stationed in South Florida in St. Petersburg. Nice. I'm on the Coast Guard Cutter Durable. It's a 210-foot medium endurance cutter. So we like, you know, in the Coast Guard, it was funny when I was looking to join either the Coast Guard or the Navy, my Uncle John, who passed away 
My Uncle John was an admiral in the Navy, mm. and he worked on submarines for over 20 years, and then he worked for Lockheed on oh. ballistic weapon systems. Nice. Yeah, great great guy. And I said, Uncle John, I want to join the Navy. And he goes, no, you're joining the Coast Guard. I go, what? Why? He what goes, trust me. I said, well, he goes, trust me, they'll take better care of you. You go on shorter tours. I was like, all right. But I didn't know. Like, I'm like, all right. So I just did it because. I trust the guy, it. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I did what I was a kid, you know, 18, 19. I, I know I don't want to go to college. Like, I, I, mm-hmm. I want to work, but I don't want to work. I kind of just want to travel and have a good time. I'm young. So yeah, yeah. I do that. So I am the night watchman, and that would inquire for your listeners just so like, what does that mean, the night watchman? So I was on the deck force. So you drive the boat, and at night, overnight, someone is over, always driving the boat, or someone mm-hmm. is on the top deck, all the way on top, and they're looking out with binoculars, doing a perimeter scan of the ocean and the sky for anything. So obviously, if you see stars, that's obvious, but anything moving. Right, Anything right. that looks like it's moving, just call it in. Why not? Because you want to correlate what you're seeing to what's on the radar. Yeah, right. Makes okay. sense. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And it's good training. So that yeah. way, this is pre-9-11. So this is like late 90s, like I said. So right. it was a different military to after 9-11, you know. So we had different laws. I just knew at the time, mm-hmm. if anyone crossed the bow, so the front or the back of the boat, the bow or the stern, if anyone crossed the back or front, and they didn't get on the radio and tell us who they were mm-hmm. and identify exactly what they were doing. We could, by law, shoot them. <laughs> law. <laughs> okay. Because we had to take that as a threat. Yeah, understandable. You know understandable. the law. Yeah. Like, hey, you got to tell us. You got to get on this emergency radio channel that everyone is on. So it's like an obvious thing. Now, once in a while, people would get drunk on their boat. They forget. Yep. Now, <laughs> we probably don't shoot at them. You know, we don't want to <laughs> shoot at anybody. You right, know, right, but right. if we took it like they were coming at us, that's, that's different, right? Right. So totally. Yeah. 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 Once in a while, if we saw somebody that didn't communicate with us, we would send out a little RHI, just a little orange boat, basically. And we'd mm-hmm. speed over to them, check them out. We don't want to give anyone a ticket. We don't want to even give them a hard time. Just, hey, man, turn your radio on. Stop breaking our chops. And yep. usually that's the end of it. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Yeah. Normal day, normal night, right? You're going out, you're checking on boaters, fishers. That's it. So that's an ordinary day. Once in a while, we would go look after migrants that were trying to rush in from mm, Cuba to right, Miami. Right, right. So they would get on these big speedboats, little boats with giant twin engines, and like 20 or 30 of them wow. hiding in the floorboards, boom, ripping through, trying to get in. And it was our job to try to chase them down. It was us, the Navy, you know, the Miami police. It was a whole cluster operation, man. Wild. Wow. Wow. And I'll, I'll never forget this, man. Some people we found, their skin was purple. From being in the sun so long and being sunburned. Holy purple God. from sunburn. Yeah. People, oh. wherever they were coming from, Cuba, whatever countries, it was so bad that they would make these makeshift life rafts or boats. They would get in them and they don't have compasses. They're, They're just, just drifting. Trying to get. Yeah. So they're going and sometimes they're going in circles. <sighs> and we'd catch them and we'd say, Where are you from? Oh, Cuba. We call Cuba. Oh, do you have these five people? No, they're not from here. <laughs> So now mm. we have to keep them. That's the oh. law. Oh, wow. So that's why so many migrants got in, because once we catch them, Cuba or wherever, they go, no, they're not citizens yet. <laughs> so, all right, no. we have to take it. It's yeah, no yeah. problem. Yeah, figured that so loophole out, right? Yeah, we're problem. from Cuba. If they catch you, tell you're from Cuba. Okay. Yeah. Well, it was. It, they yeah. had a dry foot policy, at least in the late 90s, that mm. if you got on shore, 
Meaning, you were in. it doesn't matter if somebody dropped you off on a boat, if you swam in, if you got on the shore, they couldn't touch you. That's crazy, wow. but whatever. It is yeah. what it is. That was the law. So yeah. our job, we tried to you know inter- inter- intervene and get in the middle. Sometimes we catch them, whatever. Once mm-hmm. in a while, you get drug runners. People oh, you right. know, coming in with massive quantities of cocaine. I mean, tons, bro. It was crazy. Just so, right to Miami. Boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, and, and I've seen, I've seen literally sometimes planes would come by or... Once in a while, you'd be out in the ocean and there'd just be literally a bale, like a square <laughs> container of wood with piles of cocaine on it. So sometimes a plane would come, drop it, and then a speedboat would come, pick it up, and well, uh, so we would try to yeah. accept it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could. yeah. But, but you guys have night vision? Obviously, in the 90s, yeah, you had that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, night vision. So, so we, yeah, we had yeah. night vision. And like yeah. I said, that's a normal day. So at night, I'm the night watchman. I'm on top yep. of the boat. I have regular binoculars. I have night vision goggles. You're so looking for all this trained, shit all the time. You're, you're looking yeah, for this. You, you know what to like, look for. Exactly. Yeah. You're looking for yeah. everything, man. So like right. you're on you're you're on point, man. This is no joke. So yeah, it's yeah, after yeah. midnight. I'm I'm the lone watcher. I'm like 19 years old, mm-hmm. and I'm looking in the sky. I look on the ground. There's nothing on 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 the ocean. I look in the sky, and there's a silver object, and it's moving. So I'm like, oh, that's got to be a satellite, right? I don't know. I'm looking through night vision. So when you look at right, night right. vision, it's like greenish. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like a greenish thing. But if you look with your naked eye. You can see colors. So the color I saw was like a silverish white type object. Right. So I pull down to the bridge. Oh, do you have anything at this degree? I see something like a satellite. I'm not sure. They're like, okay, hold on. Stand by. Next thing I know, the officer on duty's on on top. He's looking through my night vision. I'm like, what, what's up? And he goes, oh, <laughs> no, no, nothing's on the radar. I'm like, oh, let me see. So we're both looking. We're looking at regular binoculars and night vision. Now there's another object. So there's two of them lightly in front of the other one almost like they're going in a formation like it was like a, a perfect angle it wasn't side by side just a perfect angle but they were moving together the whole time just you know a ball I mean? just silver ball, ball right like it was ball. Silver... that's it just yeah yeah no trail no exhaust no sound nothing just mm-hmm. silent mm-hmm. so how far away i can't give you the exact you know exact distance but if a plane was at that distance i would have heard it mm-hmm. oh yeah 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 and I say that because when the officer came up, there was about 20 more sailors that came up who told me this, who had 20 plus years experience. They said, oh, bro, you'd be able to hear that. So just so you know, I, I don't know. I'm a young guy, right? I don't know. I'm right, 19. Right. Yeah, my, yeah. my first, one of my first tours out at sea, but I'm trusting these guys are 20 plus years. However, we're all looking. We're looking at these objects with our regular eyes, night vision. You can feel the anxiety, right? Nobody mm-hmm. knows what this is. Whoa. Looking at me like, whoa, bro, this is crazy. Like, what is this? Oh, I don't know. I, mean, I just happen to see it, right? I'm, I thought I'm at the right place, right time, or wrong place, wrong time. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm not thinking UFO at first. I'm thinking satellite, military experiment, whatever. Mm-hmm. However, right. if it is a military experiment or a classified project, which it could be, I, I can't tell you for sure, they put us, so all 72 of us, they put us and the surrounding ships that we called and notified at harm because we could engage obviously uh, didn't call on the radio and say hey it's a ufo or it's a satellite we got no communication nothing on the satellite we take that as a threat oh because yeah right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, a yeah, problem yeah. so we're like what is that a chinese satellite is that a chi- is that a russian thing is it a cuban satellite and oh, i can yeah. tell you this with interacting with cuba i have actually interacted with the cuban military at times one night at night, we were just going and we, it was pitch black. We saw a boat, no lights, no nothing on. We rolled up to it and there were guys on the top, on the top side, on the outside of the boat. We rolled up, put our 
a, a flashlight on in my spotlight. There were four soldiers on the top of the, the Navy ship, I guess, their Navy. They were holding AK-47s. That's how they greeted us. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> nothing hot. Nothing yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah. But, but they're still, like, hey, nice to see you. <laughs> don't greet people like that in the in the Coast Guard. You know what I mean? We wouldn't greet them like that. But we were like, oh, dude, they could kill us in a second, right? Like, it'd be over. We didn't man our 50 cal. We had a 50 cal machine gun, a 25 cal machine gun for your audience. Those are pretty big guns. It's <laughs> a big that. gun, man. Okay? You can take that boat right out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they do some damage, but we don't yeah. want to, into you know, intertwine with anyone's military. But hey, man, we take anything as a threat if we don't know what it is. If they're not reacting, we see these lights in the sky for about I don't know, ten minutes, fifteen minutes. It's hard to tell the time. I wasn't looking at my watch. I yeah, just yeah. knew I had the shift from twelve a.m. midnight till four a.m. So it happened there. Wasn't long after midnight. It was somewhere then after midnight. Right. The two objects are going. And as I'm looking at them, and as we're all looking at them, they come together. And when they came together, it looked like they were one. Now, I can't tell you if one was in front of the other, because I'm looking at a distance. But mm -hmm. it appeared that they came together, or they were in the same line with each other, right? It looked right, like right, one right. object. And as soon as they did, they just vanished. Whoa. Well, no smoke, no sound, no ripple in Africa's face, nothing, just gone. Whoa. So we're looking around like hologram. I don't do this is 1999. You're not even thinking holograms. I don't know. Right. Like, I can't tell you for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The rest of my story in life, it all made sense in the end. <laughs> but at first I was just like, <laughs> that was amazing. But nobody after nobody brought me in a room. I didn't have to fill out a statement. The men in black didn't show up. Well, Thank that's God. Good. Thank God. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't <laughs> that's why I'm talking about this. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, and I want to be clear, I don't have an NDE. I don't, I've never signed any of that garbage. I don't work for the DOD. I'm not a secret agent. None of that BS, man. That's <laughs> yeah. not my story. Thank God. I can just tell you what <laughs> I experienced. So yeah, it was just yeah. like after guys were like, yeah, I've seen weird things before. I've been out at sea for 20 years and you're going to see things that are strange sometimes. I said, what, like, what do we do? Like they said, most of the time, nothing. Unless it directly affects or something we're doing, then the officers will debrief you and every. I was like, all right. So I figured the next morning, maybe we'll talk about it. Roll call at 0900 or something. 0900 rolled up. I'm all pumped up, right? Because whatever it was. Everybody saw it. It was yeah. amazing. Yeah, and yeah. I was not alone. I had 20 dudes that had sea time. Mm -hmm. Like, you're not going to see these guys on CNN. There's no Nimitz fantasy, whatever <laughs> nonsense is going on out there. You know, this, this is no black operation that they're pretending to be UFOs. Dude, this is the real thing. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Because if yeah. it wasn't, they could have set it up and said like a Nimitz thing. And we all would have, this would have been perfect. It would have been on TV. But mm -hmm. no, that's why I think, wow, this must have been something legit. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. just my experience based on that and then everything else I've experienced. After. So we'll get into that. <laughs> At the time, though, 19, right? Kid, wait, like I consider myself a kid. I don't know anything, right? I'm a young guy, single, no kids, nothing like that. Wake right. up in the morning. I, I tell guys on my boat, girls, they were 70 guys and two girls. They were officers. Oh. They were awesome, though. Awesome. Yeah. Great. Um, I, in the morning, I tell everyone, oh, this is what happened. We get to roll call. Nothing's mentioned. So... They usually debrief you on anything, like anything possible, just because you want everyone, God forbid, something else happens. Hey, right, like, like, like the boats with the guys with the AKs. Somebody's got to know about that yeah, in case you roll yeah, up on that exactly. the next night. Yeah, bro. <laughs> so, so the like, next night, you got to figure out that, you know, that's yeah, happening out there. Yeah, exactly, bro. So, the thing. 
that happened with the guys at the AK-47. We had a big debrief. <laughs> one the next day, we drilled on it because yeah. I, I remember, I'll never forget it. I'm like, oh my God, dude, they're going to kill. Like, what are they doing? They got machine guns, dude. What you got to be ready. Well, <laughs> so I remember this. So nothing happened. I talked about it. And after I'm like, all right, I don't know what to make of this. Right, Just, right. It's a cool experience. So I didn't look into it after that. However, it was obviously a big thing. I just thought, wow, this is cool. I told some relatives, you know, I said, oh, I saw something cool. I don't know what it is. I can't explain it. Well, right. a couple of years later, I heard of this guy, Dr. Stephen Greer, who uh, claimed that he had all these military guys that were involved with seeing the phenomenon, interacting, mm-hmm. covering it up. So I go, wow, meet those witnesses. I don't know about Greer because I don't know, like, I don't know him. Yeah, I'm yeah, just hearing yeah. about him. However, right. if he's about 800 ex-military or even a few, want to meet them because if they're regular dudes yeah let me see you know they're not gonna lie like why would they lie to me you know they're not out yeah, there yeah, all yeah. over tv or they're just low-key like let me just meet some guys so i decided right i, I got on the flight of woman in 2006 everyone asked me if you've been on 9-11 i wasn't on 9-11 my dad was on my dad was at ground zero when the buildings mm. fell he's alive thank god thank but god. every single guy in every single house around my, my dad was in lot of 102 Every single house in the area in bedside, every guy that was working got killed. Everything that I don't know who was watching over them. I, I don't know. Uh, well, what happened, bro? In my, just quickly, some, in my dad's house, there was an engine and a truck. Mm-hmm. The engine got there first to ground zero, engine 209. They're walking down the block. A guy jumped out of a window out of the World Trade Center and hit a firefighter from another company. This guy's name is Danny Sir. People can look the story. It's a real thing. He hits Danny, sir. Now, my dad's engine company sees this. So they try to revive Danny because he got hit. He's still alive. They're trying to help him. As they're working on him, the first tower falls. They were just about to go in there. Wow. Walking into the building and not happening. Like, oh, shit, we got to help Danny. Of course, they're working on him. So Danny saved that whole company's life. And then my dad's company got there. Of course, they told him. And, you know. Everyone was okay. It's just, who knows, man? I don't know if there's angels, demons, what's going on down there, bro. All I know is some guys made it, some didn't, man. I wow. Know. It's fucking crazy. But that it was a reality. fucking crazy. And, and this is something, John, that people say, like, oh, how did you know you wanted to be a fireman? When I saw that happen, my first thought was, I wish I was in there. I know that might sound crazy, but I wanted to be a fireman growing up, growing up being around the firehouse. My dad oh, yeah. and my uncle and everything. Yeah. But when I saw that, I go, oh my, I want to, like, I want to help. I wish I was in there to help them. That's I don't cool. know. That's all I could tell you, man. Well, yeah, yeah. And Sometimes you just, and you just figure it out, you know? Sometimes it just hits you, you know? And I was driven after that, and I worked out, and I trained for, geez, I took the test right after 9-11, and I waited five and a half years to get on the job. Wow. I really wanted that, man. Yeah, so coming forward and bringing all this out, dude, telling you man this is gigantic i'm a third generation new york city firefighter my uncle was in ladder 102 my dad was in 102 30 plus years each and when i got on coming forward with this stuff it's out there bro so when i first got on 2006 i didn't say anything you know i didn't talk about this much with guys then in 2011 i saw that dr greer was having training in california so my partner at the time was a cop she was a cop in, in long island new york i said oh what do you think of this? And she's like, oh, I don't know. I'm open to that. Maybe maybe it's real. Maybe it's not. I said, well, let's go out there. We can meet some maybe other civil service people and whatever. 
So I yeah, go out there. It's a vacation. You go out to California, hang out, right? Yeah, whatever. We made it. Yeah. We made a vacation. Yeah. Two weeks. We we chilled for a week. We went to meet Gria, and there I met James Iandoli. Mm. There you go. That's how you met him, yeah, right there. All, yeah. When people people yeah people love picking up all people's stories, but this is where yeah. it began. So I don't know anything. I meditated a couple times. I you know before you go there, Gria makes you read all his books. Well, he says read my books <laughs> if you can because it'll help you, which it does. Definitely, yeah. if you if you're spending a couple thousand dollars to go meet this guy and train for a week, maybe you want to read his books when you have a few months to get ready. So I did. Yeah. Yeah, right. And the stuff I think it's fascinating. So I read his books. I didn't understand the protocol though because I wasn't doing it. You know, right, right, I don't right. know. Yeah, 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 yeah. So when I was a firefighter, I was taught when you are a brand new guy. My dad told me find the guy with the most time, thirty years, and just learn everything you can from him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Guys, that's who you want to learn from. Yeah, just listen. Of course. Don't say anything. Just listen. So when I got into this stuff, I figured, well, if this guy great is what he claims to be. I want to go to the source, right? Yeah, listen. That's how I looked at yeah. it. James, when I met James, he's like, yeah, man, like I want this guy saying these things and I know the stuff is real and or it might be, let's see what's going on. So right, I right. get there and I meet very similar minded people from all walks of life. It right. was great. Yeah, yeah. You had people, a guy that was a Stanford graduate, a medical doctor that went all homeopathic to, you know, a healer from, Malaysia, who I'm still friends with. She's amazing. Wow. She wrote a book called Benev- Benevolent Contacts with her UFO photos that she takes mostly on her phone. I'm wow. sitting with her and she goes, she goes, Andrew, she goes, I feel when they're here. I go, what do you mean? Not at the time. I didn't know. So I'm like, right, right, what right. do you mean? Not, now I know. But then I'm like, <laughs> what? What do you mean you feel it? What? Yeah, Come yeah, on, yeah. Bro, really? Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm at, at the time, right? I had five, six years on the fire department. So I was a little seasoned a little bit so yeah. i'm skeptical of everything right oh uh, yeah of course of y- yeah yeah you've seen a lot of shit at that point <laughs> new york city bro yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. brooklyn manhattan the bronx just living there just living there the alone doing doing your job right <laughs> just living in that but you you're dealing with people and people that'll live the way maybe that you would want to live ideally yeah. And yeah, they, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, you yeah, yeah, yeah. Things, bro, <laughs> and stuff, whatever. So yeah. I'm just open though. I'm like, all right, in my head, I'm going to keep that to me. So she goes, I feel when they hear, I go, okay, show me. She goes, there's a craft outside right now. Okay. So I go out with it. She takes her iPhone. I didn't have an iPhone at the time. I think I might yeah, have yeah. a flip phone. She pulls out her iPhone, bang, she takes a photo. And then she shows me the photo. There's something there. I, I can't tell you. It was definitely but you couldn't see with your eyes, though. You couldn't see anything with your eyes. No. Like so she goes, no, no. you won't see it. She goes, I could see it. She goes, I could feel it, but I see it. And I take a photo. They tell me where to point it. So I was like, oh, God, don't tell me it's one of these, man. I don't want to get involved with coops, right? It sounds nuts. I it see does, it, but you it can't. Does. Come on, bro. Like, yeah, yeah, in my yeah, head, yeah, though. Yeah. I'm being yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. I'm just yeah, like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. okay. It's polite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Firehouse kitchen with, you know, 12 dudes talking all sorts of things, breaking <laughs> shops all day, making fun of oh. all of your imperfections, nonstop to people that are into yoga, meditation, spirituality. Being it's a open, big switch. Accepting. <laughs> Dude, it's like night and day. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, all right, whatever, man. So I'm just open. So we meet Greer. We go out in the field the first night we're out there. Nothing. I didn't see it. Not me. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, my God, I ruined it. We get back to the hotel room. Me and my partner go to sleep. I wake up at like three in the morning. There's a green flash on the wall. I get up. I wake her up. I say, yo, watch. I, there's something on the wall. You see that? Yeah, I see it. I go to the wall. It's gone. All right. Looking all over the, the hotel. We're staying in Borrego Springs. 
in the desert, in the middle of nowhere. There's no lights on out there. Right, right, right. Electricity. You're in Borrego Springs, dude. It's nothing, nothing going on at night. Nothing. It, there was one alarm clock, but we unplugged it just for that reason. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You don't want to mistake anything and, you know, have all the possibilities of this happening because we want to know that this isn't nonsense. Right, I want to right. eliminate all of that. So I'm with, once again, a police officer. And I observed decently too over the years of what I've done and whatever. So we see this light. I go back. I sit down in bed. Boom. It reappears. Then it moves. It ascends up the wall a few feet. So I'm like, all right, I'm not going to move. I don't want to lose whatever this is now. Right. It came back. Well, we're looking. There's no smoke detector. There was nothing that could have fled. Nothing. So we're just sitting there. I said, all right, well, I guess like what Gria said, if you see something or you notice something, just meditate, open your heart and your mind to it, right? Like that lady said, and see what happens. So yeah. we did. And we basically just said, all right, well, whatever this is, we're here. You're here. It's okay. You could stay here. And I felt like, though, I could feel, once again, I didn't want to look. It felt like there was something much bigger outside. And this is like a probe that was sent. That's just wow. what it felt like. Right, right, right. Yeah. It felt like. But Impression. this is my first encounter this close. The thing was at the end of my bed, so six, seven feet away. Not wow. that far. I mean, I could have, I tried to get up in touch again, it work, but I didn't, I, I could, like I could say, it was that close. It wasn't right, right. far away in a reflection, dude. There was nothing else in the room. So it stayed four hours until the sun rose. And then when the sun rose, it was just gone. And I was like, I to talk to the group and greeter. And, and I remember getting out of the hotel room and I saw James. I endorsed mm-hmm. James, dude. Oh, and I'm telling him everything. I'm like, well, what do you think, man? I, is that something or like, is it just not? Like, I don't know. Just tell Guerrero. You know, <laughs> all right. So he's like, once again, till you're there and you're yeah. an observer and you see this, I get it. This stuff sounds wacky. I get it. Wacky. It does. It does. I get I, it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I go to see Greer at like nine in the morning. We have a little breakfast there. We're sitting. He goes, oh, did anyone have anything happen in their room last time? I'm like, yeah. So I tell him. <laughs> What do you think was going on? And I said what I just told you. I felt like there was something outside, like a bigger craft, and it sent in a probe. And it was kind of just checking us out, like to make sure we weren't going to freak out. Maybe the first night out in the field, maybe I was too nervous. I said, but now that I've seen it that close, I feel fine. Like I'm not I'm right, okay. right, I'm not right. like nervous. And he says, and I probably says this to everyone, right? Because no one likes screw, <laughs> of course. But he goes, exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. I tell you, yeah, yeah. I could tell you. That moment on, daylight, 9 a.m. in the room, me and other people in the room were saying, oh, I'm seeing a golden ball of light or I'm seeing this in the daytime. So I'm like, okay, I'm seeing some things, but I'm like, mm-hmm. I need to get out and feel at night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See yeah. better. Mm-hmm. We went out that night, bro. And from that moment on, it Pandora's box opened up. We didn't even get set up yet. We were unfolding our chairs. You set up chairs. You set up a puja table. That's a ceremony anyone can do. That's mm-hmm. one way of making C5 contact. We would use that as kind of like a primer. So mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. start the night. Greer would sit with the puja table. He would speak in Tibetan or whatever he was doing. We'd sit there meditating. And then from that moment on, we saw multicolored, either single, different colored, or multicolored lights in the sky. And at times during my meditation, I'm holding hands with people. Okay. I'm mm-hmm. looking next to me, my left, my right. And he'd made it a big deal. No drinking, no drugs. I was a firefighter. No, no weed. I don't <laughs> I, I don't drink nothing. So yeah, 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 yeah. And, and we were sure like we were so like our diet, everything that we, we wanted to make sure 
hey, if Rhea says do this, we want to get the most out of this. Yeah, yeah. We might as well listen to the guy for the week and see what happens, all right? So, right. and we'll go back. We'll go back to eating hamburgers and everything, bro. You know what I mean? Like, come on, bro. I'm a firefighter. I'm not gonna go vegan just to, you know, whatever. I don't have a problem with that, but whatever, yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah. They're not gonna not come because you're not, you're a vegan or not one. They don't care right. to leave me. So, yeah, yeah, with yeah. That, I was sitting in the circle, and at times I look next to me, and I'm telling you, I look at people next to me that I know. And I'm looking at them during the meditation we're doing throughout the night. I'm looking to my left, to my right, and it's not. The people that I know. That's bizarre, man. Now, we have taken photos in the group, okay, in a group circle. Mm-hmm. There's some photos I have. Of course, I respect my group members. I, I, I did this in California, and then I did this in upstate New York, and I've done it all over the world. And yeah. a lot of times when these people change or whatever is going on, I don't know what. Pictures, of course, people like, you can't show anyone that, man. Don't show anyone that because they don't want it publicly known that they're in these C5 groups, blah, blah, blah. It's wacky. They have professional jobs. I get yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're yeah. not. Yeah. Um, however, there's some weird things going on next to me. Like I said, people don't look like who they are. I'm what do they, but what do they I, look like, though? Is it like uh, scary? So Is it would, like weird? I would see like them what? changing. I, I would see them changing color from going to like, you know, regular, regular human flesh and everything to it looks bluish or purplish. Mm-hmm. Eyes look bigger. Hands look bigger. Now, I've heard, once again, this is so tough to prove, but people that know the phenomena and our contactees will understand this. When you're meditating and when you go into deep states of meditation, John mm-hmm. Mack talked about this too. This is stuff that's out there. This is sure I can vouch for this. When you meditate and you go very deep, sometimes you can encounter altered states of consciousness. Right. What you want. That's the easiest way to describe this. But basically, when you meditate, Basically, weird stuff happens. I'll leave it yeah. at that. So people yeah, next yeah. to you that you know, like your partner, is not her. So <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah. looking at her like, what's going on, dude? <laughs> this is my first time seeing this. And I've heard the stories, heard people saying this. Till I saw it, I was like, yeah, I'm going to keep that one to myself for now. I don't know about sharing that publicly. <laughs> now I can't. I don't care now. Yeah, but back yeah. then, 2011, bro, I'm not telling anybody this. Mm-hmm. Well, what are you, crazy? No way, dude. I'm just sitting right. there like, let me just take it in. Uh, the Buddha said, you know, attachment to nothing. So don't get mm-hmm. too attached. Just be present. Enjoy it. But every night, every day, we were having these encounters. And one mm-hmm. night, Greer said, we're going to have an A-list Hollywood actor here. Don't tell anyone. Well, I'm telling everyone right now. I don't care. <laughs> um, too bad. <laughs> Whatever. I don't care. Thomas <laughs> Jane. Thomas Jane, the guy was, that was in Hung on HBO, The Punisher. He came out. Spent a couple days with us. He did the voiceover in the film Serious for Dr. Greer. So oh, yeah. Okay. Know, okay. That's okay, the he guy. Is. He's a okay, famous actor. He married yeah, yeah. Patricia Arquette at some point. Well, he came out and he didn't speak to anybody, bro. He's very low key. So maybe he didn't want to be bothered. And no one was, everyone there was cool. No one's going to come up and say, hey, you know, it wasn't like yeah, that, yeah. man. Everyone yeah. respected his, his space. And Greer said to him, hey, man, just let him be and he'll warm up to us. And so, like, he's there for like a day and, like, it's like, hey, uh, Andrew, uh, he wants to talk to you. I was like, yeah, sure. No problem, bro. The guy's a legend. Are you kidding me? Watch that before he has. Are you kidding me? Yeah. He's a legend. I don't know if you know the show, but he basically is a male pimp or whatever, like a jiggle. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's wild. Uh, it's, you know, <laughs> it's a guy show from the you know, 90s, yeah. 2000s, whatever. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, of course, he's a legend, man. No problem. So first thing I said, I said, hey, man, great job with the show, man. We love that in the files. Classic. He's like, oh, thanks, man. He goes, but I want to talk to you about this. He said, oh, yeah, sure. 
I he was curious about the green light story. Yeah, yeah. I described him what happened, and he had an experience, I believe, in the back wherever he lived, or he had a summer house somewhere in his back residence. Where and I wouldn't say where if I knew anyway, but wherever some residence in the back, and an object landed similar to the Rendlesham incident. A wow. mix of that, a mix of what I experienced. I didn't wow. see a crap. Like I said, I, I didn't see the physical yeah, object yeah. touch the hard solid I have at that moment. Mm-hmm. He said the object came and it was spitting out hieroglyphic images and messages to him. And he didn't know what to make of it. So a friend of a friend or whoever connected him to Greer and said, hey, man. And he, Greer said, well, we're going to be in Cali. Why don't you come hang with us? And he did. And he was awesome. That's cool. That's and, cool. And it also put into perspective, John. It's not just nut jobs at home watching Star Wars oh, or X. Yeah. You know what I mean, bro? Dude, it's everybody, actors, everybody, man, everybody. Who, yeah, he supported Greer, but I don't think he's going to go on a TV show saying his story. But it's very important. That's up to him. That's yeah. if he wants to get into that and whatever. I get it. I get it. You open that up. You say it. Now you went from being on regular TV to oh, the guy with that weird story. I, I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. 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 People, people still, the stigma is still there. Yes. The stigma is still there. You know, I mean, it's it's getting better. It's It's getting better. And and so that happened. I spent the week. I, I, and people say, oh, what about Greer and this and that? Well, one of his security guards, his mother got sick. He had to leave. So Greer asked me and my partner, because she was a cop. Hey, could you do security first? You know, if someone gets sick, I said, yeah, of course. I I know first aid. No, no problem, man. I I would do that anyway. If someone got hurt, I I would. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. You have to, as a first responder, you're a peace officer anyway, but I would help anyone. I don't care who it was. But yeah, yeah, of course, whatever you need, Steve, no problem. So we got to know him a little bit better, and so in security, they opened up to us. So mm-hmm. he goes, come in the back room, the security guard. He owns a black box. There's a loaded nine millimeter. What the <clears throat> is that for? And he goes, well, just in case. I said, just in case of what? Like, well, what's going on here? Are we going and meditating? Uh, men in black coming, bro. Like, and you want me Both. to shoot them? Both. You want me to shoot them? No, 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 no. I'm not touching that. My fingerprints are not going on any of this. Yeah. Well, exactly. <laughs> like, even just like, oh my God, like today's, you just touch the thing. That's it. You're done. So we just yeah. looked at it. So, okay. It's there. We need it. But, you know, I ain't touching that thing, bro. I'll, I'll restrain someone, but I ain't touching a gun, dude. I'm running. Uh, you know, before I'm yeah, grabbing yeah, a gun, yeah. dude. That, yeah. That's not mine. So mm. whatever. But like, say i don't know if Greer shows that to everyone that's there so i would say that <laughs> we had we had a little bit of a different relationship that wise and uh even after i met him he spoke about me at several conferences if you watch his live stuff uh you know there's conferences at the races i train this firefighter from new york it's me bro there's nobody yeah. else <laughs> if there was another firefighter doing this i would know there's not trust me yeah, yeah i'm the guy yeah he said my name he just says right. you know firefighter firefighter a police officer that's us man and um yeah which is lovely man i appreciate i told her i said you could mention me man i don't have a problem with that yeah, don't yeah. say my name but i was at the moment because i'm like right, right. i still have a career ahead of me and i'm young and i don't want it to get out but that moment came john where eventually the guy was out of the bag yep yep and once that happens there's no putting that genie back in the bottle nope nope not at all yep nope and but then you just got imbra- get- but then everything gets better after that point you know in my experience, anyway, and yeah, I mean, you just once you're open and people know your cards, the the ones that love you and are there for you, they're still going to be there. Oh yeah, go, for sure. Yeah, hey man, that's cool. Don't mention my name, but I love you. No <laughs> yeah. problem. I, yeah, I don't do yeah. that. You know, no problem. But people too that weren't there at first that 
people have died in their lives. Now they're coming to me for readings. We'll get into that in a minute. So, yeah, yeah. so a lot of things have evolved at the moment though, right? So I go to see Greer, all of this happens. I come back and my grandmother, Joan, she, pa- she passed away right around this time. And mm. like I said, I forgot talk we had during unsolved mysteries and i said hey come through and you die i forgot yeah, about yeah. it like honestly yeah. it wasn't like oh my god i'm waiting now every minute for i wasn't a freak like that bro like i wasn't right right i never right, watched right. x files until a few years ago yeah right but when i did i go <laughs> yep yeah. that's what i got like that's it that's it bro but i'm glad i didn't watch it first because I, I never watched star trek none of that because i didn't want to be biased Mm-hmm. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt that if I watched those movies and that stuff, that I would make believe, oh, I'm communicating with. No, I never got into that on purpose. Right, and I'm glad right. I didn't. I could watch it now and go, yep, yeah, that's real. No, that's nonsense. Nah, man. <laughs> uh, that, I don't know. It's just my, the way I, that was my yeah. mentality, whatever. So, my me and my grand made this pact when she was alive. I, and I said, okay, if she comes through to me, though, I'll tell everyone. Now, I just thought I would tell family, friends. I didn't think. I would be in the newspaper and telling the world. <laughs> However, yeah, life yeah, is yeah. different plans, right? So yeah. we're at where we're at, right? I my grandmother passes away. I go into a restaurant in town where I grew up in Floral Park, Long Island. This dude with uh, a leather jacket, long hair, earrings comes up to me and mom. We're having dinner, and he says, "Someone in your family just died. They had cancer on the outside of the face." Yeah, that's my grandmother. In my head, I'm like, "Yeah." And yeah. he goes, "Which one of you was born on Easter Sunday?" My mom was born on Easter Sunday in 1954. So this guy either was told that because that's a that's a good one. You know, that's a good yeah, one. Yeah, to yeah, right yeah, back. yeah. I was skeptical. I waited a year. I wasn't online. I wasn't on Facebook back in 2010, 2011. No, I tracked the guy down after a year because my house got washed away in a bad hurricane, Hurricane Sandy. Oh, yeah. I tracked shit. this guy down. I was going through a tough time in life and I went to see him. He blew me away in the reading. I recorded it told me all different things. It was nothing from the first time I saw him that met him at that restaurant. His name is Robert Hanson. He's in Merrick, Long Island. And he let me record it, which was another great song. If anyone goes to a psychic, they should let yeah. you record it. Audio. Definitely. There's no reason not to. You can record right. the audio, man. That's for your personal. You know, you're not going and sharing and you, you, that's for your personal thing. Right. Man. That's a sacred thing. And I do that too with people. I believe in that. So he let me record it. And at the end, I have this all on audio. And he says at the end, you have the gift. You know that. I was like, and I didn't tell him anything. Nothing mm-hmm. about the pack with Graham, nothing, bro. I'm sitting there as a firefighter, skeptical, but mm-hmm. healed because I felt good that my grandmother came through and other relatives. I felt healed personally where no priest, no therapist, no psychologist, psychologist, that, nobody, no firefighter, nobody could have done for me what that guy did for me in an hour. That's right. all I know, bro. That, that for yeah. me was yeah. like done, sealed. And he said to me, you have this. So I said, okay, I don't know about that, but what do I do with this? Okay, that's right, great. Right. He probably tells everyone this, right? What's <laughs> yeah. the catch? Well, I'm going to try to pay you, right? Whatever. Like every week for fifty nine ninety five. <laughs> yeah, of course. $1,000 a week, all that yeah. bullshit. <laughs> so I've heard all of it, man. And yeah. I'm like, okay. So I went back on the weekend to his training class, which is about 20 to 30 people. The first class is nothing. He goes, if you come, you like it, stay. He goes, if you don't want it, no problem. No strings attached. No contract. He goes, you come in after that. If you want, you put $20 on the desk. It's an honor system. He goes, if you don't have it, don't worry about it. I was like, dude, that's too good to be true. That sounds like a guy in the firehouse. Like, wow, <laughs> that's how we are at work. Like, you, you trust the guys you work with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Money yeah. on the table, not going to take it. That's how a firehouse should be. So I'm yeah. like, all right, whatever. So 
I go there. We sit and meditate for about five minutes. He puts me knee to knee. This is way before COVID, way before all that. <laughs> close to people. No yeah. paranoid and wearing a mask. I'm yeah. sitting knee to knee with the lady. And he goes, okay, just say what you're seeing. And dude, all of a sudden, I'm sitting knee to knee with this lady. And I could feel a little tingle on my spine. Like a slight, slight chart. Not, not bad. Just a little tingle. Like excited. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, I started to see, like right around her, like almost like a U. Like right around her, like an upside down U. I could see these images in black and white. So I'm like, I see a car going down the block backwards. It's hitting into a tree. And the person loses their left leg. But they're alive still. They're walking out. Like, they're getting out of the accident. still alive. She goes, yeah, that's my Uncle Vinny. All right. Okay. That's- <laughs> I see that, though. What is that? Yeah. So I've learned through meditation when I meditate and focusing, just like focusing on connecting with UFOs or focusing on spirits, connecting with your loved ones or someone else's loved ones. If you do that, this is what has happened from that moment on till mm-hmm. today. I literally, every time I sit with people, and of course, I'm not a dog. I don't do it on command. If I'm walking down the street, I've had this happen. People run into me, go, oh, read me right now. I said, dude, you're an electrician. Go walk in my house right now. <laughs> Dude, I'm not a freaking dog. <laughs> you know what I mean? Come yeah, on. you're right. You're right. People think because you have a gift. I don't even like calling it a gift, dude. It, it's not uh, like that. It just happened, bro. Whatever. It just yeah, happened. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever it is. I was a firefighter. Never planned it. It just happened. I'm following <laughs> through on my end. Whatever. And people say it's a gift. That's why you shouldn't charge. You, dude, oh, I don't care what people listen. If you want to make a living and do whatever you want, man. At the time when I was a firefighter, I was in the firehouse making 120 grand a year. I didn't need all of them. So I was like, yeah. great. On my days off, I'll just read people. So yeah. for 11 and a half years, I would work in the firehouse. And then my days off, I would just read whoever, friends, relatives, someone's spouse, someone's cousin, preferably someone I didn't know anyway, no time, nothing. That right, way right, I could right. sit with them. And then they could go, oh my God, dude, how did you know about my family in Mexico or Germany? Right. This, I don't. I don't. I'm not online at the time. I'm not online. I'm not... I'd, I used to joke with people and say, yeah, on my days off, I, I check the obituaries and I hang outside a funeral. <laughs> joking. I'm joking. You know, I know. I and know. People, just... <laughs> people go, really? I go, no, dude, I'm kidding. It's a joke, dude. I don't, I don't do that. But <laughs> when I moved to Australia, I got a job as an embalmer in a funeral home. So I couldn't oh, say yeah. that. Really I, saw, I saw your I post. Really <laughs> <laughs> you <into> that. So <laughs> my days off and people used to joke. So, dude, you're the prophet, man. You just do it. I said, dude, it's not religion. I'm not into it. I'm just into, I don't know what this is. All I know is I have my days off. I'm around people. I'm doing this. And at night, I'm communicating with UFOs. And then I'm in a UFO circle. And someone goes, hey, bro, could you read me? I go, all right. Yeah, let me try. Right? So I did. They were like, wow. And then people were like, hey, if you pick up anything, tell us. So one night I was like, oh, who is literally an aunt? Who just had their sister had a baby like yesterday or today? And a girl raised her hand in New York in James's group. She raised her hand. I go, who's the new, the new aunt? Congratulate. And this lady, I don't know. She raised her hand. I don't ever met this lady. So how could I, once again, how could I know that? I don't. And I'm not, there's nothing in, there's no money. This, we're just sitting through it. People it just assume, comes to you. It just comes to And you. people assume, right? Once you get paid for an interview or a show, or you charge someone or whatever, any sort of money's about, oh, it's a scam. Yeah, right, right. But yet, if yeah. you're a tradesperson, no, 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 that's 100% real, dude. They're not really <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know plenty right. of coffiners that rip people off, bro. Okay, <laughs> all day, <laughs> plumbers, everybody. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, dude, mechanics. Started. It <laughs> Mechanic. works. Yeah, yeah, man. So, for me though, 
I, it was ingrained in me at first when I did this with the psychic that trained me that the UFO stuff, he said, I talked to him about it. And he goes, just be careful. Yes. UFOs really? Those are real. He yes, warned you. Yes, he other, warned you about it. He goes, well, he said, yes, it's real. Yes, there's other civilizations. Yes, they're communicating with some people. He goes, but me personally, it's not affecting my life. So don't go there because most of it is nonsense and disinfo. Most of it. Right, 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 right. Yeah. I go, okay. And I go, I, I agree. There is a lot of that out there. However, yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah. fast forwarding now, it's yeah. every, it just wasn't like this, bro. So I'm yeah. talking to this guy. 15 years ago i get it back then they were like dude don't mention this man you want to be a credible psychic don't go with that ufo stuff dude they're going to put a tinfoil on your hat which they're right like i get it i get i didn't want to talk to anybody because i like when i grew up like my dad believed the whole thing but you know saw him when he was a kid you know we got older he saw him i just thought it was real everybody else thought it was crazy but literally we saw people like people would disappear like people are like you, you get talked to the men in black were a real a real thing like you would the van would show up you know what i mean like they would take your vhs tape they you know back in the day be like what tape we're gonna take that we're gonna take all your shit and you're gonna shut up yeah. like that shit happens it still happens but not to the extent that it did then like but that's why i didn't say shit for the longest time because i didn't want to end up in the back of the van disappeared like <laughs> they just didn't yeah. want to be that guy, you know? And still to this day, if you assholes are watching, come talk to me. Don't put me in the van. Just co- to come tell me to shut the fuck up, and I will. But <laughs> don't, I don't need the van antics, because that, sh- that just still happens, man. It's, it is. It's it's terrible. Man, when, when I met Greer, and Pete, no one, I've never shared this before, but when I met Greer, he said, we have an infiltrator in the group. Yeah. They say who? I know who, and I know who they are. Yeah. Still known. Not James, yeah. of course. Um, and I go, Shit, there goes like, that theory. You, well, then we could just cancel this interview. <laughs> well, just what do you with, mean? I'm just fucking with you, I'm just fucking yeah, yeah, with you. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's all good, man. All right, listen, you got to laugh at this stuff, man. Yeah, you oh, have dude, to. That's the only thing you can do. Serious, dude. You do. You oh got to laugh. You got to have fun. You and we'll get fun. into that. People's pantyhose get way too tight uh, and they block yeah. you, and then you can't even talk. Whatever. Yeah, we need to talk about that. We got to talk about that. Yep. So. I'm like, what do you mean there's an infiltrator? They go, well, someone in here is connected to someone who has a connection to, if you want to call it the Illuminati, to very wealthy people. I was like, okay, but how do you know that we're being like, yeah, and I'm yeah. with a police officer who's like, okay, you got to tell me what's going on because yeah, it's yeah. a threat. So they go, yeah. every day there's been a black van. They gave us the t- plate number that's been driving by every few hours. So when we were sitting in circles in the group during the day, my partner would sit here looking out the window. I would sit on the other side. We did mm-hmm. see the black van with the plate he was saying. We were there that week, but we couldn't tell anyone. Yeah, yeah. We didn't tell the group. Right, yeah. Oh, they watch. Not, <laughs> yeah. Nothing happened. Right, right, right. Basically, they're coming here because they want to get info and they're passing it back to their whoever. But he goes, I don't care. He goes, I'm, I don't care. They could be here. They could watch. I'm not hiding anything. So that's how I am with yeah. what I do. Mm-hmm too high i don't care bro I, yeah. I make contact i do communicate with spirits i don't care people don't believe as long as you're if you're open-minded cool you're skeptical cool come to me i've had people mm-hmm. come to me we've sat we've made contact together for years now mm-hmm. so that's how you prove it boom you see yeah. it to fight online to argue and to never go out and make contact and just point your finger i don't know man i'm a guy that's in the mud like i know what it's like being on that side right you're in the mud battling. You don't want to come forward. And I finally, well, I started to talk online, right? Around yeah, 2016, yeah. 17, started to talk with people. Prior yeah. to then, no photos, no video, nothing for me. I didn't want anything. And then I didn't 
ask for this, but you know, guys in the firehouse found out, which is great. I started reading them, helping them, making contact with them, having experiences at work, after work, and then the New York Post. Boom, you dropped the article. I heard that. Yeah, it was just yeah, they just, boom, just like, <laughs> send me a DM. Hey, we're dropping an article tomorrow about you. I was like, yeah, Whoa, like oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sitting on the beach with my girlfriend at the time from Australia, my wife out chilling, and I get a DM, which I'm glad I got it because if you don't know somebody, you can not even get it or it gets oh yeah, the junk thing. So I'm like, who the heck is this? I never heard of this person. I'm with the New York Post. I'm like, what? Nah, dude, I don't even know who this is. So right. I looked up articles this person wrote. Obviously, they were all hit pieces on cops and firefighters or the mayor. Fantastic. So I said, okay, show me what you're writing because she wants to comment. I said, well, I need to see what you're writing because how can I comment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so much to my story. You researched me probably for weeks or probably months, got it approved by the post to be in the page six section on Sunday. It went through a few channels. And you've never spoken to her at once before this, nothing. They didn't even know who I she asked, was. I said, right? I said, how'd you, how'd you hear of me? She refused to tell me. That's what worried me. I go, mm. well, are you friends with my ex? You know, like, my <laughs> best friend? you know what I mean? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. You're not going to tell me. Well, if you're doing the right thing and you're an honest journalist, you can tell me, or at least show me what you wrote. Right. Yeah. Show me what you wrote. And yeah. then I'll go, okay, no, that's not accurate. Before that gets printed, let's change this. So I, I said, I, I called an attorney. I called Ray Hernandez from the free organization, Mary Rodwell. So he's an attorney. I called Ray. Hey, Ray. Like, I, I don't even know what to do, man. I, I have a job, dude, like a serious job. And I, I can't yeah, end yeah, up yeah. on the front cover yeah. of the paper saying right. I turned blue. Like, I need to explain <laughs> this to people first. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. he's like, no comment. Don't give anything and tell her, don't run it. So I did. I, and I had to call the fire department press desk. Great. They said, no problem. We got you back. Don't worry about it. I told them I was honest. And they yeah, responded yeah. to me. I have, I, have, I have the emails. They go, dude, you're not saying anything wrong. You're not doing anything wrong. Why does this girl want to run an article about you? You're telling you don't run it. And if you are, let's see. It's not showing us. Something ain't right. So they yeah. waited like, then ran it. So it probably got edited. Probably. Whatever. Yeah, I'm okay with it. It is what it is. If if in there it's stated, I said this. Well, then I said it. If I said something, I back it up. When you channel, when you communicate with UFOs, ETs, weird stuff, weird stuff or high strangeness happens. So mm -hmm. people mm -hmm. are saying, oh, he said he, he communicates with Abraham Lincoln. No, dude, this is what I'm saying. <laughs> I am related to, this is a fact. I am yeah. related to John Tyler, 10th president of the United States. There you go. On my mom's side. When I have contacts or I'm communicating with spirits, at times I will see faces or outlines or what looks like the face of a president. Right. So no, it look it looks like Abraham Lincoln's face. I'm not saying it's Abraham Lincoln. He's dead, bro. He's yeah, dead. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Dead. And I'm not communicating with his spirit. Never. I never have. So let's get that straight. But besides that, whatever, dude. She printed it. You write whatever you want. It is what it is. It got out there. So next thing I know, I'm like, well, what do I do? I talked to Mary Rodwell in Australia, and she goes, you need to find a geneticist. I said, why? She goes, I think there's something different with your DNA, which is why you're having so much contact, basically. I said, okay. DNA, well, DNA, 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 DNA. We you can't say yeah. that name. It's like, you can't say it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll just get excited when I, <laughs> I just can't. We're gonna because go nobody now. talks about it. Nobody talks about it. It's just, okay. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. So, I just got real no, excited. No, no. So <laughs> here I am. 
at the, I'll give you a scene. I'm a single firefighter, or I had a girlfriend eventually, but I was a single firefighter, and then I had a girlfriend I met in Australia. We'll get into that. Yeah. Sitting on the beach, talking to Mary Rodwell, go find a geneticist. I don't know any. Any. So you're like what you're like you're, okay well like yeah, I don't know any I don't know any I still, like, <laughs> I, I don't I, yeah I, I get who go knows a geneticist sitting. like you're you're a firefighter yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm a firefighter dude yeah, yeah I don't know geneticists you know I just have so my like, rolodex well, Mary who can I go to and she she gave me one reference the guy was going to charge me like you know fifty grand he lived in Chicago it was some crazy I'm like not nah, well, hey, nah, 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 this nah, is yeah, insane yeah. I just want to get some advice bro yeah, so. Yeah. I took a shot through social media. I knew I'd heard of Dr. Gary Owen through Diana Pasolka. Everyone knows her, right? Yeah, I know yeah, Diana. Yeah. There you go. Diana, some of my footage back in the day, she had said to me that this this, this is what she said to me. I have a screenshot of this. No, I'm not sharing it with anyone. You take my photo. <laughs> I don't care. She yeah. said to me, wow, basically, Andrew, this is this is great footage. This is you know the best I've ever seen, blah, something to that effect. Yeah. I will let Gary know. Well, she did because I have an email from Gary Nolan to Kit Green and Valet and the whole nine basically saying, I heard of this guy, Andrew, from Diana. So that mm -hmm. is validated, dude. I have the emails. I could show you offline. I'm not sharing it with anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that, it no, is what yeah, it is. I trust like you. anything. Why would you, you, why would you make that up? Why the fuck would I don't you? care. <laughs> yeah, right. And you don't yeah. think, and, and look at this, but you don't have to hear Gary Nolan going and saying, oh, I don't know Andrew's lying about all this. No, he knows. No. So there's, yeah. there's a trail, but out of respect to him, I would never share my emails back and forth because this is a sensitive thing bro because i'm gonna get into why yeah, so yeah. i communicate with him i reach out to gary nolan because i take a shot i don't know anyone hey i'm sending him photos videos i'm like I, I don't know what to make of this i don't know why this is happening and he's like all right let's skype let's talk talk and he's like no you're not crazy i've heard this before Here they go. he goes how did you make you made and the videos you've done like how did you fake it or i said i didn't he goes, no, I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, how did that happen? I said, dude, you could get it tested wherever you want, dude. I did not fabricate anything, bro. Dude, why would I come out, share this, all this still, if it was nonsense, dude? I Look what I have to lose. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. No idea, dude. I had a yeah. $120,000 job, yet I'm set, dude. I don't have to do anything. I don't have to come out. I can wait till I retire and come out. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Upset, but no, dude. The reason I came out earlier was because other people I knew started coming forward, and I felt it's time, bro. If I don't mm -hmm. do this now, and I don't regret any of it, that's good. When that's it was good. going down at first, yeah, I reached oh, yeah. out to Gary. He was great. He said, "Andrew, has anyone in your family experienced this?" I said, "Yeah, yeah. I, I've had several sightings with my brother. What? Hundreds. Yeah. And then you ask, hey, mom." I met this doctor from Stanford. You know, he's incredible. You can look him up. He wanted to know if you had any sightings. And then she tells me, yeah. In, in the 1970s, I saw a black disc. I'm like, whoa, 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 what? <laughs> like whoa. the first time you ever heard of it too, right? <laughs> Tell me. And then she said, oh, I've had a bunch of experiences. I'm like, wow. Here I am thinking I'm crazy. And it's just me where there's another explanation. Then I asked my mom and she goes, yeah, me and your aunt are sitting on the steps of your grandmother's house in 1973 or four. Hanging out, broad daylight, and a black disc glides over the house. So we look up, me, your aunt, and your uncle Ronnie. We look up, we jump in Ronnie's Jeep, we drive, and we follow it. They're following it down the train tracks in Flora Park to Flora Park Bellrose Grammar School. There's an electrical uh, like system, like a substation there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next yeah. to the train tracks. My mom said, they see it the whole time. 
And somebody in the meantime must have called the police because there were no cell phones at the time. They're following it down the train tracks. They're looking at it. They saw it. They all saw it. My mom said it was silent. No noise, no nothing. It was just there. It was just there. Right above. It just glided. And it just there above the electrical power station. They're looking at it. And then she said, boom, gone and shot off. Wow. So this is not someone like people know. My mom's has not come forward. She's not going to give any testimony. None of it. She yeah, says, yeah. be careful because people out there, you know how it is. Talk about mm-hmm. this stuff. But yes, it's in my family. I relayed this to Gary and other stuff. And yeah. he said, okay, I'd like to look at your DNA. I think that there's a link in your family. I go, yeah. I go, my grandmother my great-grandmother is talking to my mom. I find out other stories about relatives. I'm like, right, oh, my God. Right. This has been going on before, like way before me. It's just no one came forward because- No one talks about it. Yeah, the stigma. Yeah. Why would you? Yeah. Why would you come forward in the 70s or 80s? That you yeah. forget it. Nope. You're, you're just crazy. crazy. Crazy Uncle Betty who's just <laughs> seeing you. <laughs> right? That's yes. all it is. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so Gary Nolan, he said to me, he goes, is it okay if I share your experiences with Kit Green, Colm Kelleher, Jacques Vallée, um, Hal Putoff. I said, yeah. I, I just want answers. Right. I'm just right. trying to get some answers and find out what does this all mean? I don't know if the, what the DNA means. I don't know science, bro. I'm yeah, trusting yeah, yeah. that this guy is going to do the right thing or at least give me some feedback. Yeah. 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 I didn't have an army of support in the world through this. Right. You know I mean? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah that's yeah, like, you're alone. Yeah. You're alone. You just, you feel alone at that point. You just want you, I'm some I'm a one man army. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now it's all out, bro. Like it's in the paper. Like everyone knows it. Every, there's no secrets, bro. Like it's out, dude. So, um, yeah. and, and I sent the article to Gary and he goes, oh, it's actually not that bad. It's fair. I go, yeah, I'm okay with it. It's fair. Well, you know, yeah. it could be a lot, yeah. could be a lot worse. Absolutely, man. So whatever it is, what it is, make out of it what you want to make out of it. So, Kit Green at the time was traveling through the United States going to meet other experiencers. And my understanding, okay, once again, I don't have an email to share. Even if I did, I wouldn't show any nut jobs out there. This, but my <laughs> understanding was Gary gets DNA, Kit Green focuses on brain scans. Okay. So yep. he wants to look at the brains of brain. contactees, preferably ones that have had health effects or defects. Uh-huh. I don't have that. Okay, gotcha. gotcha. Well, I right, for so that. I would. I did not have. So people know too. I did not have any damage from that sighting in the military. I did not have any health effects from my contact. And I know. Well, I only know what I know. Every year, I went to my father home with medical, and fine, I got a yeah. couple extra ones. So I don't know what to tell you, but I've never had any health effects like that. I've right. just had more contact after. So I never had anything negative or any weird stuff. Like it's a shame what I heard out there, but we'll get into yeah, that. Other people yeah, have gone yeah. through. So. And then they need a funder because the government's not paying for this. So they had a program, not at Stanford. I want to be clear. This is not anything to do with Stanford University. It's no conspiracy. So they need a money person. Mm-hmm. The money person paying for this. Bigelow. There you go. It's that simple. We don't need yep. to conspiracy. It's that. Boom. Done. So Bigelow was the money guy. He basically yeah. had the money to do a study. Now, if you ask John Burroughs or other experiences that have gone through this, I've heard, right. wow, Gary Nolan asked for my DNA too, or Kit Green did, and no one will tell us what they're doing with our DNA. Yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah. In, in conversating with Gary Nolan, he had said to me 
that what he was working on or what he would like to make eventually at some what he'd want to make wasn't made at that moment as far as I knew, but he wanted to make a drug or something that someone could take that was mm-hmm. either having negative or positive contact experiences. So if you're frightened by it or there's demons coming, you could take this pill and it goes, it goes away. away. Right. If you ha- don't have any and you take it, now you can have contact. Of course, I'm not an idiot. I know how things work. If you give it to a soldier, somebody in the field, now, dude, are you creating like a super soldier? That's just my thought. He didn't say that to me, but that's what I'm thinking because I'm not an idiot, dude. I've been around the military. Why wouldn't you? Because that's where you can sell a bunch of that to the, that You can make trillions of dollars selling that to the government. Dude, absolutely. They, they buy $5,000 toilets. How much, you gonna, how much are they going to spend for that? <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> you know, that's billions of dollars. trillions of dollars. Trillions. No problem with making the military better and more efficient. And uh, I'm all for it, bro. I want to be safe. I'm all for it too. Yeah, me too. I don't want to be not... harmed. I have no problem with that. So I had a lot, a lot of conversations about a lot of things, and yeah. that was one of them that I at, that, that was that was like 2018, I guess, when I met him. So five years ago. Yeah. At this moment, what do they have? What have they designed? I don't know. All I can tell you is from that moment. So the first interview I did, I don't know, maybe two months after I met him, or maybe the end of the month I met him. I talked yeah. about that and I've never stopped. Yeah. I've always relayed the same story. This is what happened. This is what he ex- expressed to me. And hey, whatever, do whatever you want. I'm not the doctor. I'm not the scientist. And you get grants from the Department of Defense or whoever and all this money. Great. Do whatever you got to do. I don't know. I have no idea. But they will not relate to anyone what they're doing with people's DNA. That's the bottom line. So what are they yeah. doing with it? Right? Sure. I'm not there with them. I'm not a scientist. Mm-hmm. All I know is what I heard. This is what, oh, we're going to make this? All right, whatever, bro. And yeah. it's the big pharma. They're doing things. Whatever, dude, that's their business. They can say what they want. I have no reason to lie about anything that I've heard and been through. And yeah. there's a guy named Tom DeLong that kind of shared what we talked about, what I talked about with James. I'm just going to leave that right there, bro. Take back anything I've said. You know, <laughs> what I said is what I've, what I've experienced back then. No, I don't have a recording of it to share with everyone. And I wouldn't do that anyway. I'm not going to drop email. I don't do that with people. I yep. trust that when Gary opened up to me and I opened up to him and we shared personal things about family and I'm not talking about that stuff, bro. Right, I'm not going right. to go there. That's inappropriate. I would not right. share messages. Nah, dude, this stuff is so weird and it affects you. And he helped me out when this was going on for me to relay to my family. Hey, I met a doctor and he said to me like, no, this is what we think is going on. We don't know everything. We don't have right, all right, the answers, right, right. but this is the idea we have. And it was helpful for my relatives to say, okay, well, Andrew's not crazy, or we're not crazy. There's something going on here that we don't understand. Right. Yeah. Well, that's just perfect. And that's what you want. I mean, that's, that, that's amazing. And thank you for, for relaying that again. You know, I mean, to me, being secondary to the whole thing, because I had, you know, obviously I've been researching this basically my whole life. And I was like, like I said, when I was a kid, my dad, I just grew up thinking, you know, if it was real, and then I saw the stigma. And then when, you know, DeLong came out, I was like, this is it. This is, this is it. This is my, you know, and then, like, you know, I met James and it was like, all right, cool. I'm going to talk about it. And so I've been doing research forever. And when I saw all that, because I put it together with Pasalco's book and, you know, I, obviously we know who, you know, who he was and, you know, he's saying it in there. And then Burroughs came out, said the same thing. You know, he, they Burroughs came out and said that, that uh, Gary Nolan came down with Callum Kelleher and some and, and Kit Green. They all tried to get his DNA and he didn't want to do it because he thought that they, they weren't going to give him any money. Or I, I, maybe I, I might have that. Conf- but there's a clip of him talking about it. There's a, a bunch of people talking about it. You're talking about Everybody's talking yeah. about it. And I'm like, well, this is it. 
and I, I started putting together, that's what they're doing. He wants to turn on and off the phenomenon. He wants to figure out how that works in humans, called a potanum, whatever, right? Whatever uh, Kit Green's doing the brain thing like you're talking about, and no one's doing the the drug thing, right, with the, with the DNA. So they're going to figure it out. They're going to they're gonna do something with it. And like you said, probably sell it to the government. So I got excited, posted it, got fucking attacked, right? Every attack dog on Twitter that you can <laughs> send at me came to me. I had people DMing me, calling me, telling me to take the post down, right? Take it oh, down, take God. it down. I'm like, I didn't fucking say it. <laughs> Andrew said it. It wasn't me going, Gary Nolan's messing with people's DNA. I said, Andrew said it. I just posted it. <laughs> like That was it. People were on, like calling me, going to take it down, take it down. Oh, Gary, yeah. reached out. Gary reached out, was like, take it down. And I'm taking my kid to school. <laughs> like, I'm like a DM. He's like, well, take it down, John. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm taking my kid oh my to school. Like, God. I don't look at this. And the time, it takes me like 20 minutes to take my kid to school and back. And, you know, like I didn't answer him in 20 minutes. So he's like, you know, you got your own morals or whatever. You know, you're blocked. <laughs> Dude, I, like I couldn't have taken it down in the 20 minutes of the time, you know, and then DeLong reposted it. Right. And I'm like, well, what do go. you want me to do with that? You Case know what I mean? Like, the dude, like that's the re that's another reason why I came out because DeLong did it, you know, and other people give him a lot of shit that, you know, whatever, but he's done amazing work to get the public to realize where we're at right now and yeah. I appreciate all of the shit you know what i mean it's like so uh, you know i was excited when you reposted it because i was like that's great man that's fucking rad it kind of validates it in my mind i mean it's and plus the people that i interacted with that i've talked to for years on twitter they just showed all these colors like i just started going oh that's it started getting this yep. red string i got the red string out and was like whoops 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 Look at these uh, guardians. What the fuck do who they the fuck think they are? You know, like these gatekeepers just came out and just started attacking me. Like people that I thought were friends. And I was like, this is bullshit. I'm it's hitting crazy. nerves. I'm hitting nerves it's here sick. for some reason. And I didn't even say it. <laughs> you said it. <laughs> and what's great, what's, it's great. No one will look at anything else of my story, what I'm saying. They're going to take that one line say oh no that's not set. forget about the longer posting it and leaving it up yeah he's still up right now you I, go look at it right now i know he got dm'd i i know some people that know him and i know people reach out to him and he dude all the nonsense that he gets in fake garbage over this phenomena and he doesn't uh, repost it but he reposted that let that sink in and he doesn't gary's not in TS, tssa ttsa whatever they're not in yeah. it anymore so at some point there was some sort of whatever i don't know yeah. what whatever i don't know either however yeah. Him reposting that. And listen, if somebody says something I mean, that isn't true, I don't care. I'm not going to message you to take it up. Do whatever you want. You'll look like a fool if it's yeah. not true, right? So right. that to me should be very telling if someone says, you better take that down. It's about, I could care less. You write whatever you want about me. People that know me, they know I wouldn't be involved with something if it was not true. However, there's enough people out there in this world, even the people that message you, that know there's a seed of truth in there. Even though they're saying it's not, they think, whoa, well, what if? Oh, that could be. But because someone because the gatekeeper says, no, that's not true. They got to back him up and they'll die with him in the ground. They'll be right. by. No matter what he says, what they say. Exactly. That's sick, that's, Think yeah, that's for sick. yourself. Please. That's all. That's all I'm saying. What if that now does that make like what I'm what I said and how I said it. Forget about what anyone said. That make sense. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Does that make sense that yeah. they could be looking at someone? That's having a high volume of contact saying, all right, let's look at the DNA. What's going on? What's different? What Gary said to me was, we feel that you and others, you have a brain in your brain called the antenna that 
they call it now, that medical term. I didn't know that in 2018 uh, when I met him. The He didn't tell me that thing. He kept it real simple with me, bro. He said, the brain in your brain, we call it, a.k.a. the antenna. He goes, somehow people turn it on and off through NDE, OBE, contact. We don't know how. But Kit Green is looking at people's brains to see how. You know, they're sitting and right. then they meditate. They go in that state. Boom, they open up. Now, Kit Green and said he was going to meet up with me in New York. I moved to Australia. That didn't happen. No, I haven't been in a brain scan. I doubt I'll be in one now because they probably love me more than ever. But <laughs> I don't care. I don't need. You're number one on the list. You might not come out of that brain scan. If I don't care less. <laughs> you know, I don't care what you do with my DNA, but tell yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least that's the like. So they they took your DNA, right? They have it. I did not give it to them. Oh, okay, okay. I thought I thought you did, but but they have they others. Don't have it. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. They probably it. they probably have it. But I didn't but, knowingly give it. Give it right, 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 right. right. That. Okay. Yeah. Now, yeah. It's very easy to get DNA, and if there are contactees out there that think, oh, I didn't give it to them, bro, they'll get it if they want it. Yeah, every time you spit CIA, out that piece of dude. gum, they go right through your trash Bro, can, your sewer pipe, whatever. <laughs> just you have people that are admitting, I'm getting grants or I'm involved with people in the seat. They're getting, they're admitting it, dude. They're admitting it to us. They're saying it. So what are they not talking about? Oh, I can't talk about that. I have an NDA. Well, I don't have an NDA. That's why I'm mm-hmm. talking about this. And you know what? I can go to bed at night with a clear conscience because I have nothing to hide. Dude. What are you hiding? What are they hiding from us? So stop with the nonsense. Just tell us what's going on. Tell us what you're doing with people's DNA, dude. That's wrong. I don't know. I think that's wrong. You should tell the person you took their DNA from what you're going to do with it. Well, especially if you make a trillion dollars. Can you imagine if like you handed over your DNA and then somehow like they come out with, oh, we've marketed this fucking drug that's making us trillions of dollars thanks to Bill's DNA down the road here because he's an experiencer. I mean, like, well, you know, we're a capitalist society. What the fuck do you do with that? Someone like me. Right. I'm saying and other people have said it. I'm not the first. Once again, I'm not not just me, bro. I've been saying straight years. So whenever whatever, dude, people are all sensitive and stuff after yeah, COVID. Yeah. They have no they want to stay online all day. I don't care. I'm right. just telling my story. This is what happened. This is what he told me. And I've shared it and other people have shared it. So people have had the DNA taken, people haven't had the DNA. They'll get it one way or another. You either play nice, right? Or you don't. Mm-hmm. I I didn't, but whatever. I wouldn't do it now anyway. I could care less. I don't today. I don't need that validation from them that I'm not crazy. And 2018, I did because I didn't know any better. But through going through this, having the experiences that I did and where I'm at today in Australia and what I've gone through. Yes, everyone's helped me. And it was good to get a validation from a credible person. I have in writing what they're in out, what they think. That is cool, man, to look and go, wow, okay, I'm not just some random nut job that I made this up. Because why? You'd never talk to me again. You'd never talk to you again. You know, or if you piss them off, he'll block you not talk again. You know how it is. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm still blocked. I'm still I blocked I blocked I'm him not. back. I blocked him back because I was not. like, well, fuck it. If he decides to unblock me, he's still blocked. <laughs> he'll see this when I post this because I'm not blocked as far as I know. It didn't block me on email. So listen, yeah. it, it, it's such a demented, twisted world. He helped me, Rhea helped me, all these people that people hate and they hate each other. I don't hate any of them, dude. I I just wanted to get answers and I've been open about what I've gone through. Why can't, I wish that these people, Rhea, Nolan, whoever, all these people out there couldn't just share the truth. Yeah, no, no, I, I completely agree. Helpful, right? Yeah, 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 no, I agree. And I, and, and I think that there's, well, there's ulterior motives. People are human. There's all these things. You know I mean? Obviously there's probably 
contracts with the government. There's, you know, involvement that we have 15 layers above us that we have no idea about that, you know, goes deep. And there's probably national security. I mean, think about it. If our enemies got a hold of this shit and, you know, God forbid they use the same technology against us, that would be terrible too. I can, I I can see that, you know, I can see that whole thing, Um, you know, from just from the military industrial complex perspective, right. Where we're going to, you know, try to protect America. And I don't want to fuck anything up with that. Right. I love our country. I I want the best for our soldiers, our, our, of course. our population, of course. But, you know, when y- you uh, do things that are, I don't know, man, you, you can't hide it forever. I mean, we're, we're getting to a point now where like, there's too many people, there's too many people that know that what's going on, you know? So either you make up some bullshit story or, or you tell us the truth or you just tell us that you're not doing it. And, and then basically they're just telling us they're not doing it, even though they've been doing it. And I got a feeling they've been doing it for a long time. And this is, this is just uh, another iteration of it. They're probably just perfecting it at this point. I mean, reading a, a secret machines books that DeLong writes, I mean, come on, you know, they got to be giving them enhancing drugs. They probably don't even need a drug anymore. Probably hit you with a frequency, right? It's some kind of beam, right? From oh, yeah. anywhere. And, and oh, just yeah. Turn it on. You know, I mean, I've had people that have told me that, They've had psychic awakenings just turned on, like walked out of my house and boom, you know, something happened to me. Like, I'm sure that, I mean, Puharich was doing that shit in the sixties and seventies. He was beaming people with different frequencies and controlling them. So it gets into that whole mind control thing and, and, you know, using those type of, uh, you know, uh, technologies that, that exist and, and, you know, the Havana syndrome thing plays into a big part of that, too, because a lot of these are technologically based psychic weapons, um, I hate to say, um, and mind control weapons that they've been using for fucking years. And there's a blurry line there, man. Like, what's legal? What's not? You know what? And that could be part of it, too. They could be saving their own ass because maybe the stuff they're doing isn't really on above the above the board. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I mean, we really just don't know. And. I, I tagged you recently in an interview that Gary Nolan did. Yes, it was in front of all these investors, of course. Remember that. Mm-hmm. But he did he did say in there, oh, I was so close to basically seeing a craft or something hands-on. And the last second, the powers to be took it out. Dude, that was me. I got dragged along on this trail. Weinstein, Eric Weinstein talked about. Yeah, and at the last second, deal. they pulled the curtain out. Bro, that should be a clear indication that the powers to be are messing with you. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. if you don't notice that as a human and you're staying it, like, that's what I don't want anything to do with that. I want, all I want is my story, bro. I don't want to, this, they're, they're dragging you along in and out, in and out. And the last second, no, there's nothing there. Dude. That's not <laughs> what I've been through. I can show people, bro, come over my house. I'll show you what's going on through meditation. They come yeah. through thought. And there's people in the government that publicly have admitted it and ones that haven't that are watching, monitoring, and studying us. They can do it when you sleep, bro. Like you said, mm-hmm. they can just, they, you don't want to come talk to them, play nice. They'll come in your sleep. I know one easy sign. People wake up, you have ringing in your ears or weird mm-hmm. things. Dude, there's ways they'll get to you, bro. Whatever. I don't care because if they do that, I know how to fire back. So <laughs> I don't really care. No, I'm serious. So teach I know me consciousness. <laughs> I know meditation. I know consciousness. People say, oh, do you know the occult and all that? Dude, I've done my homework over the years, okay? I am not going to be a victim to any of that nonsense. I'm not afraid of anyone. I don't Yep. Yep. I don't want you to die, but I'm not afraid yeah. of death. I, I worked as a firefighter for years. And then when I moved to Australia, I became a mortician and a bomber for four years, which is amazing. Got yeah. me really to understand what it's like, the process of death and being around the families and all of that. And it really helped me with doing what I do all the time now, which is I just do readings now. And I've done a few things on TV. I wrote a book, all of that about all of this. 
but I didn't plan on any of this years ago. It just happened. <laughs> you thought, you so, thought you'd be fighting fire still right now in New York, man. That's what you had visioned, right? Work till 2026 and then just retire. And I was like, yeah. I'm good. I'm set, bro. So mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense what I did, but it doesn't make sense when you do what you do. But I got married. I have an amazing four-year-old daughter. I have two kids as well. For my wife has my first marriage. I have a life I couldn't imagine. And yeah. the people I've met now, so going from the kooks, the crazy people that you meet initially, right? Hey, some were really good at the time, and I thought, yeah, for certain they'd be there forever because that's what I told them. Yeah, you you're there for me. I got you, man. I'm not going to talk bad about you. I got yeah, you yeah. though. But yeah, always yeah. communicate with me. But once you go public and you say and you, I don't do that, bro. I'm not going to play mm-hmm. that game. I just right. tell you my story like I've had from day one, and the people I've met now gravitated towards now. Oh, dude. I'm not looking to, no offense, but I'm not looking to stay talking to the people on YouTube and Twitter forever. I'm not yeah, interested yeah, yeah, in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. I, I'm, I, there's I, nothing I, wrong, Doug. No, no, I want I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm, yeah. Looking, I'm looking to have this conversation, and I am having it mainstream. I, mm-hmm. I have people that I am talking to and behind yeah. the scenes to have that in that context because it's so important, and it's time. Mm-hmm. It's time. Yeah. Enough with the nonsense. Sure. Let's tell the truth. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. I think right? I don't scared. care. I don't want to get involved with that. I think there's they're scared. I think the government, you know, everybody's kind of scared of this whole thing. That's what the big clamp comes down. That's what the big that's what the infighting and with the explosion and the disinformation and the and the mind games and all that shit. It's like they can't get they can't the genie's out of the bottle and they're just trying to cram it back in. They're just, you know, they're trying to push it back in all day and it's just not gonna work. And they know I think they know that. I think that's why DeLong I honestly believe DeLong's story. I yeah. honestly believe what I believe DeLong went to him was like, You guys have a perception problem and let me help you fix it. You've been fucking us for yeah. so long. I can help. I can try to help you guys not look like the bad guys when this all comes out. And they probably were like, cool, because what else option do they have? You know, like, and, you know, one of the theories I was talking to, you know, my buddies, and I'm like, think about it like this. There's guys that are like our age, right? You know, in their 40s, there's those guys that have been screwing us, you know, that are, that are in their 60s, maybe older even in some of these positions that are just retiring and they're dying. And these guys that are our age, maybe a little bit older. They're inheriting this shit. They're basically getting handed this pile of disinformation campaign shit that they're like, I, 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 I imagine they're sitting there going, I don't, I don't want to run with this shit anymore. Like, I don't. This is what I have to do now. Like, this is my. Like, now I have to do this. Shit. I got to show up with the black van. Yep. Like, I'm not, I'm not gonna. I don't want to be that like, guy. How do we get out of this? Like, I don't. This is not what I signed up for. You know. Like, I, I imagine there's that whole changing of the guard where they're just going. Man, I don't want to deal with this shit. <laughs> you know. There's like, and so I think there's a, it's a. There's a, there's a, you know, like a whole, whole host of shit that's happening, you know, and at the same time, whatever's going on, you know, uh, Duane Keir, she's, um, uh, uh, intuitive psychic as well. And, you know, she reached out to me and, you know, her and I have become friends and she's like, we're entering a different part of like our solar system is entering a different part of the galaxy. Like we're, yep. we're always spinning. Right. And she's like, and they're seeing us more and we're seeing them more. And it's like this continuation of us going, it's just kind of like feeling each other out, you know, and, and we need to kind of like come to terms with it, you know, because it's, it's, it's going to happen. It's just going to happen to more people like everybody. So we got to get to onto that page. And I, I kind of resonate with that. I'm like, well, that kind of makes sense. We're, you know, we're in a different sphere, a different vibration that we we've never have before, you know, as a, as a planet so i'm like wow we just need, need to figure it out and you know all of the the infighting and the shit man just like like you were saying i don't want to sit on twitter all along and argue with like trolls and nitwits and like you know about uh-huh. it. 
no not at all i'd rather talk to guys like you and have a good time and like be human and yeah you know have fun and you know but not get into that bullshit you know and there's the dark side there's really the dark side of shit the occult shit fucking all that other evil shit that's going on that's real shit it's real shit that's happening because it works and it's terrible but the other shit's better and, and it's brighter and it lasts longer but it's harder and it's light and you know i think we're just getting out of that i think the the, the light's finally getting shown on the darkness, which we're gonna it's gonna suck for a while until it gets all rooted out. But I think we're getting there, man. And I think people like you telling their stories is fucking essential, man. And I appreciate you. Thank you so much for for doing. No, I, it's no problem, man. It, it's it's essential that people like myself, James, you that are experiencing this. And then when you come forward, you you once again just keep weeding those people out. If you're yeah. really for the truth. You'll respect, man. Why would this person come forward and say, why would they say that? You know, once again, think, think. People don't, they just react. Oh, because so-and-so said it. That's the word of God. Well, look at someone's track record and some of the crazy conspiracies that they've been involved with, okay? <laughs> I don't need to get into that. But they've been involved with a few things that didn't pan out the way they thought at first. So, mm-hmm. yes, things do change. I'm not judging yeah. anyone. I'm just saying you come in sometimes with one intention or to do the right thing, and then you get more information and say, hey, okay, that's not what I thought it was or not. Oh, that's, I don't have a problem with that, man. My, where I was five years ago has changed. I've evolved. Of Things course. have changed. You know, that's part of being real and saying, Hey man, I messed up or I misidentified something or like, dude, that's part of life. You're not God. I'm not perfect, but I try my best. man. I just, that's yeah. all I can do, man. And, and I have no, like I said, no one's telling me, no one's direct me what to do and not gonna. And I'm glad <laughs> that's gotta be awful to be controlled. And then when you get that close to seeing the man behind the curtain, they say, nope, not yet. Dude, sick. Why would, I don't know. I wouldn't live like that. I wouldn't let anyone treat me like that. Forget about UFOs. I wouldn't let someone treat my kids or me like that. Dude, either give it to me or stop playing around or expose them. Who said that? Who told you that? Like, seriously, Mm -hmm. like that is BS, dude. If someone really did it to you, they should be exposed, bro. Because they're part of the problem of why we're, in this whole mess of UFOs, are they real? Are they not real? Because people like that, yep, the whole time they probably are. I think Weinstein's right on point. I think yep. they're just doing this giant circle. And yes, there probably is a small truth to the phenomenon of what it really is. But yeah, most yeah. of what's going on, look, it's just never ending. So why would they release it? Why would it? I don't think. I don't know. I just don't see that because they've had enough chances with these credible people. Now you get incredible people. Well, who people think they're credible coming forward saying these things and then even Weinstein said he knows that there's scientists and prominent scientists that are involved with this dude you know yeah. he's talking about I mean come yeah. on dude oh yeah he's yeah. talking about he knows yeah say it but it's a shame they're getting wrapped up in they have a great career great this great that and I know once you've seen this stuff it alters you so you want the truth even they are lying to you those powers to be so the key with this is don't listen to me dude People go out there, find other experiences. You don't have to listen right. to me. Find people that are really doing it. Go see it for yourself. Go out there, experience it. See it hands on in the mud. And then when you do, you can be your own judge. Like, how else would you know until you actually go out and see it, right? Yeah. How are you going to actually know, man? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, no. I So I I took a group of guys. Um, they're all Freemasons, right? Brothers of mine. There was. Uh, I think a dozen of us, maybe less. And we did CE5, right? It took about middle of nowhere in Ohio. 
and we meditate for 25 minutes, all of us holding hands in a circle, right? I mean, these are my brothers. Like we can do it, you know, like just really? straight and we're holding hands and we're just, you know, listening to like uh, just meditation music. And I'm just like, listen, we're going to do like the Greer thing. Like just let them know where we're at. Just Google earth or whatever. Just imagine that yep. they're going all the way out and just bring them in. Right. And, you know, a couple of the guys are like, look, straight up, I'm a skeptic. Okay, cool. That's all right. But just, you know, be here. Right. All right. Perfect. Two nights in a row, right? Two nights in a row. Orange orbs. <laughs> just hanging out. Slow, like, slow, like, physically couldn't move any slower without falling out of the sky. You know, one of one of my buddies, uh, my brothers is a pilot, right? He's been airline pilot wow. for I don't know how many years, right? And he's like, it's not a fucking plane. I got, I got color night vision with me and we're filming the whole thing. There's an air, you know, you can see planes in the background. <laughs> it's like, they're just right there hanging out, right? And it's like, amazing so we did it again it's like okay this can't happen again the guys were just blown away right second night sitting there same thing right it got to the point they were there for so long that half the guys just went to bed <laughs> just like, wow. <laughs> they're like okay we're just gonna go to bed but i got filmed it all it's on my youtube it's on my youtube channel i'm like yeah it's just you, you can do it you just we just meditated right and just like peace love like we're that just here come, come and come and make some contact with us that's it and the it's skeptic guys, really, they're, they're like, I don't know. I'm like, yeah, it's, I don't know either, <laughs> but it's right there. It's either that or it's some sort of experimental testing that we don't know. And I, I say if the government or the black projects are investing time and money in me. Cool. Thank you. That's yeah. the coolest thing ever. That, whatever it is. <laughs> thank you. It made my life real interesting. I've met real interesting people, but it's not. I know yeah. it's not. Unless they have mastered consciousness and they, they know when I'm in my house, they send a signal to me to go outside because that's what happens. And then it crafts there. So like I get a pre, like I feel it. Like the lady said, I'm like, what? Now I'm like, oh my God, I feel like something's around. I go outside, bang, it's either there or it appears. So if the government or a project's doing that, thank you, keep doing it. My life is now <laughs> fun. It's not boring and mundane. I don't have to watch Netflix all night. You know what I mean, bro? It's cool. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Well, so what? What is you? What is the feeling like? You get like I know everybody explains it's always different for everybody. Is it just like you know, like like when you know, like the when your your kids come in, or like you know when like you, you know what I mean, like when yeah, you know. So you know, I, it's hard because like I kind of have the thing where like oh, I know my mom's gonna call and my phone rings, or you know, it's kind of that kind of sure. feeling. It's like when I wake up in the morning uh, as a kid, and it's Christmas, and I know the Santa's now says the presents. It's like an that. excited feeling. Oh, wow. it's it's literally it's quick. I feel uh, it's different than I'm excited or a sports team wins or like yeah, I don't yeah. get that feeling all the time. It's just a something outside, and I'll tell my eldest who's 15 or my daughter who's 14 or even my almost four year old. She's been outside and she goes, "Daddy, lights." She See, to you, you you had that experience. So like my daughter yeah. when she was two, when I was two, she was two. And she lay down on the deck. Never did this before. She said, "Daddy, lay down." And I'm like, "We talk." She's like, "Lay down, lay down on the deck." And she's like, "Look." So I lay down head to head with her and look, and there's a white orb above us. And I'm like, oh. "What?" Yep. So all the families there. I got the neighbors. We've got yep. binoculars. My my uh, my stepdaughter comes outside. She's like, "Look, there's another one." And I'm like, <laughs> "Broad daylight." Yep. It was the fifth fifth of July, yep. 20, 2020. We're all in the backyard. I'm like. Handed the neighbor's binoculars. We're like, what is that? I have no idea. I don't know. But she she was the one who was like, Dad, look. And she called him, yeah, yeah. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. I'm like, it's just the kids. They get it, man. They get it. They're like, kids can see it uh, way better, faster. You know, it's, they just there's they no, just... like filter like us where we're doubting. We're already, we're already going in 
in the negative. You know what I mean? Because it's like it's a balloon. It's a it's a thing. It's a thing. Yeah, you're already that. So, and that's why it's best to meditate. I've noticed because you'll ground yourself, mm-hmm. and then you'll go in more at that grounding level as opposed to all right, that's BS. It's just it's that you're ready. And I do that when I'm just normally walking or something comes up. But a yeah. kid, they don't have that. So right away, it's just Daddy, look. She'll say to me, Daddy, look. And I have her, I filmed it. I have her on film going, wow. <laughs> She's like, two, same thing. I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. dude, I wish that happened at two. Oh my God, it's so cool. Yeah, it's now that yeah. changes perception for everyone involved. You know what I mean? That changes everything for everyone looking at this, getting into this. And you change the conversation instead of you're a weirdo to, oh, tell me. Just tell me what happened. Okay. Yeah. Taking yeah. you, there's nothing weird. It's, oh, I see these pretty lights outside, or as time evolves, you'll hear more. My older kids would tell me they saw, they had more close encounter, more closer oh, wow. to them before I met them. Before I met them, they had wow. contact, and then when I met them, they told me stories they had very close. So I was like, oh, wow. and I didn't know them. I just met my wife, girlfriend, yeah, yeah. boyfriend at the time. So they weren't making this up. They told me stories about when they were very young, and I just listened. Mm-hmm. And that's all I've ever done with them. I've never told them it's this, it's that, nothing. That's for them to figure out. Yeah, this yeah. is for a lot of people. It's really tied to religion, and I don't go there. Just whatever you want it to be. It's up to you, man. Me, it's beyond that. I can't put anything in there. That's that's minimizing it to me. I can't even put a name on it. It's unbelievable. Whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah. I'm just glad it's part of my life, and I'm glad I get to talk to people like you, and like that it still happens. It's always been positive. Now, there's been the the negative side. I know we know we we know stories of how it's been negative for people. Of course. And, and some things like that but you know i mean i think that it, it it's overall a positive um a thing and i think that it's that when you look at it in that light and you're not afraid of it you know i, it, I shut it down I, and i've talked about this before like you know i saw stuff spirits whatever you want to call it ghosts whatever you know same thing when i was a kid and i got scared a lot you know and i met a lady um chris woodard you said she wrote this whole series of books called haunted ohio and i met her i was working in radio at the time and I've seen stuff at the station, you know, and she's like, you can turn it off. And I'm like, we talk about, it. she's like, you can turn it off. I'm like, how, how do you turn, how do you turn it off? Like, and she's like, you just don't want to see it anymore. You just tell it, screw off. You don't want to see it. You're just done. You don't want to see it. I'm like, really? She's like, yeah. And it was still like, okay. So like that day, I'm like, last time I saw something, I'm like, fuck you. I don't want to see it anymore. Like yep. it was, a, it was a long, long period of time that I didn't see anything. It was, it was blinders on nothing happened, you know, but I think that's what people allow to do subconsciously. I think because of the stigma and everything else, a lot of people just put the blinders on and they're just like, I don't want to, that happened, but I'm not going to believe it. It didn't happen. I'm going to walk away. The book, you know, the book flies off the shelf. Eh, eh, train went by. <laughs> you know, like, whatever. like come up with any reason you have, except for, you know, something, something that happened. But, you know, like DeLong said, you know, like the, the book flies off and you go, whoa, and you get like real excited about it. Then it's going to, spin around the room or whatever right so it's like i think there's that whole interaction between us and it and yeah like like childlike wonder the sense of wonderment and and happiness and you know be um not afraid and kind of things but which is hard in that in that moment but i think that it kind of gives you back what you give it anyway for me in my experience anyway yeah i feel that a little bit like where it's like Mm -hmm. If you're scared, it'll kind of make you more scared. If you're happy, it'll make you more happy. You know, yep. kind of the, I don't know. Yeah. Yes, I think that that's it's very subjective. So whatever you're going through in life, I notice a lot of people that when I meet them and they'll tell me about the time they had an event and if it's mm-hmm. bad, I'll go, okay, what was going on in your personal life? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh I was yeah. going through a divorce. Oh, yeah. Oh, and I'm, t- I'm not all the time, but these paranormal shows that you see and all these 
things flying off the shelves. Yeah, Most yeah. of them, I've noticed people that are really doing the real work, mm-hmm. there's something going on in the dynamic. Either mom's not talking to dad, daughter and dad are arguing, and the energy mm. we out- put out feeds whatever it is. I think that poltergeists are mostly, not all, there is that mm-hmm. rare exception, are us. That, you know, once again, but now it's spinning because you're, oh my God, you're freaking out. So it's feeding off the fear. Yeah. So yeah. it's almost like a direct reflection of, right? I'm scared. Oh my God. Now they're taking me, they're poking and prodding me. I've never had that. Like, I've, that's never, never once, dude. Never. What the? F- I mean, that's awful. <laughs> I, yeah. I feel awful that's happening to people. And you can make a lot of money doing a movie or a book about that, too. But <laughs> yeah. But now, bro. I, the abduction thing is bizarre. I, 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 I don't. I don't know. I like I like you. I I pull everything in and and I ex- yeah, I, I don't know. I, I have a big birth and I just kind of take it all in and I, you know I, I it could be a billion things and people are having experiences whether that's beam to them you know by, whether they're really having it whether it's they're hypnotized whether it's an energy weapon in their heads I don't know but but people are people are having experiences and I think the best thing is people are talking about it think with the with the abduction thing and the whole imagery of it it sounds very human taking someone against their will and torturing them that sounds like what a human does here on earth the humans right all the time so if the civilization is a couple hundred more years evolved than us or thousands or whatever would they still be needing to do that dr greer said to me he goes andrew an advanced civilization does not need to take you to take your DNA, your DNA is everywhere. They could just pick mm-hmm. it up off the ground. They don't need to poke you and pride you and torture that because if they still did that to people their age or civilizations like them, they wouldn't exist. They would have destroyed each other in a nuclear fight. I'm like, that makes sense, actually. How could you evolve and make it, if you, you get to that point where you're still messing with people, all right, man, you're going to throw it out or you're going to find peace. I don't see how you could keep going fighting eventually someone's going to have to kill one or another. That's what we do, right? Or at least it's humans. So yeah. how are they surviving that long? It sounds very human to torture someone. So I don't know, man. I, I've just never seen it. And I've yeah, never yeah. heard of that with people that I've done this with long term. Yeah. They're like, no, nah, man, no, no, no abduction. So yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And I always, I, always, <laughs> I always throw out the theory that we always like, and there could be a billion years ahead of us, two years. There could be people sure. that are, 40 years ahead of us and they're just as big of an asshole as we are <laughs> you know what i mean yeah that could it could exist too that they're just they're just a, and everybody thinks they're oh they're so fucking smart well maybe they're just a little like maybe they're dumber than us true. But they just got better tech true. you know maybe they're just that's true maybe, maybe they're assholes and they got tech somehow and you know they hot rotted some shit from shit that crashed on their planet and now you know they farm us i don't know but everybody always assumes oh they're benevolent because they're four four million years like well they're just, maybe they're just 100 years more advanced than their assholes <laughs> i just like they, to throw it out there i just like to throw it out there as a, as a plausible scenario right they could be humans from an, another planet they're just dicks like us <laughs> yes yes and i i would i wouldn't be shocked if i found out one day in the end that most of the phenomena or pretty much all of it is human Meaning it's us, whether it's in the future or it's us just we figured this out and we're just messing with people. Because that, once again, it makes sense to keep this a secret and it <laughs> feeds that money machine. It doesn't make sense to reveal this to everyone. Now the cat's out of the bag. Now there's no need for funding if they're peaceful, but they're going to kill us or we don't know what it is. It's mysterious. We have a threat from out of space. 
that makes sense to feed that and fund that to keep us safe. And I want to be safe. We all do. So why get rid of that cash cow, right? That doesn't make sense. So they're not going to give that up unless enough of us experiences come forward together and can come together and go enough with the nonsense, enough with the NDAs, all that fantasy BS. You're not that important, bro. You're just another (laughs) human being. You're not that important. You're really not. You're another soul. You die, you're gone. Your money doesn't matter. Your patents (laughs) don't matter. I don't care if you're God or what, you know, it doesn't matter. We are just humans. We're all one another's, man. If we can come together on that, come together and, hey, just share your experience, the truth. Mm-hmm. Wow, man. Then we can get somewhere. But this disinfo and these characters from the government or ex-government or ex-military, oh, I didn't see the, the Nimitz photos. Oh, no, I did. I did see the craft now. Make up your mind, bro. Did you see them or you didn't? <laughs> like some pilots have said. I've heard that. Some yeah. pilots, they didn't see them. Oh, no, now I saw them. No, no, bro, you didn't see them. You're lying. So <laughs> now you want the money. Okay, stop with that. I just tell you what I've seen, dude. I have no agenda. I don't work yeah. for the government. They've never called me to the Pentagon and interrogated me, and they don't plan <laughs> on it. I'm not that important. I'm not. Thank right. God. Yeah, yeah. That's what I, I keep saying, too. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not important enough to no. get to, to have a van come out, you know. <laughs> Thank God. I don't want that. <laughs> like, Stay away yeah. from me, dude. Go bother no, someone no, no. else. Yeah, yeah. But but at the same it's it's good it's good to get out and meet people and talk and dude, I really appreciate your time and thank you for being an awesome Peace human. Time, man. Thanks for having me. And having a you know, being as cool and you know, just doing it for doing it and not, you know, you know, any of the bullshit that's going on. And it's it's it, it's humbling and it it, it makes me feel more energized about, about the whole thing now, talking to you because you know, I was in a rut yeah. for a little bit, man. It was just like, man, there's so much bullshit, you know. To, to talk to somebody who's really dealing with it or, you know, dealt with it and can have the experiences and can continue to do it. And then you also, you help people. I mean, which is amazing. And I think that's what we're all here to do is just help each other. So, dude, thank you for doing all that shit that you do all the time. And, and you know, I'm yeah. sure you heard enough, but dude, thanks for being you, honestly. No, no problem. And I, and I'm sure you'll put my link up if people need to find me or you, anyone DMs me on social media. I always get back to people. I'm not going to block you. I'm not going to not respond unless somebody's <laughs> rude. That's yeah, the yeah. only way to offend me or my family. Obviously, yeah. it's end of conversation. But I have For no sure. problem talking, dude. I want to get answers. But if we block or we don't respond and we play these games, you're just whoever it is, man. That's not going to help anything. So if mm-hmm. you want the truth, man. You're entitled to your own opinion. Like, that's yeah. fine. But I want to bring facts and people like you to come forward with our facts and compare and go, okay, man, you know, let's see what this is saying. This pattern of people that don't want the truth out. I want the truth out. Right. Right. And and people that are on that page, you can contact me. And I found enough people through sticking with this through those times you talked about. Dude, I've had tons of them, man. I went through all sorts of things. It's not an e- this is not an yeah. easy route, dude. I had an easy life. <laughs> I could have stayed a firefighter, not said a word, and just watched this on YouTube and laughed, right? <laughs> I didn't have to. Yeah. I could have. Yeah. Or I could have had an right. anonymous name and, and played a game and I didn't, bro. So yeah, I put it yeah. on the table for a reason, bro. And I'm not backing down. I don't care who you are, who you think you represent, bro. I am not backing down. Dude. I have nothing I have nothing to hide. I want this out, dude. I want the truth out. Yeah. Thank you for doing that, man. That's so rad. Anytime, yeah, I mean, man. Yeah. Anytime. Appreciate, appreciate it. Huge, huge. I mean, well, I'll put all your links down. We can get get a hold of you, all your stuff. Your yeah. Book, no everything. Problem, we'll, we'll, we'll hook that up. And man, I, w- I will be back. I will be back in the States to film. I'm on a TV series on A&E right now, but I am doing another individual TV series and I finished writing a book that'll get released at that point. It's going to be dynamite, bro. There's all things I've worked on through COVID with nobody 
you know, it was a rat. I just <laughs> yeah. got in the zone, bro. Right. I tell people, just write, man, write your truth, share yeah. your story, get it together. And when the timing's right, you'll meet people and you can share your story. Don't worry about anyone says, man, you just share that thing. And man, 2024 coming up, dude, it's going to be giant. I'll be back in America. We'll be all around doing C5 and these amazing things. So Hell we'll link yeah. up in person. Yeah, we'll dude, that'd be sweet. That'd be, I can't Seriously. wait, man. That would be so rad. Hook up. Maybe we'll get James out. We'll get Indoli out there. We'll get <laughs> That's right. That's get right. him out there. That'd be that'd be super awesome. I, yeah, totally. Because I, mean, I think you, I, I just noticed when they had that group of guys. I mean, the more people, it just seemed to like amplify it or something. It just seemed like it yeah, was just man. A bigger, Definitely. bigger thing. If you're know? on the right, you're all on the right page, and you all for the right intention oh uh, then it yeah. can happen if everyone's all over the place nah dude then do it by yourself or one other person but you yeah. have like four or five guys that are all um ready to dude you will have yeah. amazing things and then you have five points of view so yeah, yeah, yeah. man we'll we'll, yeah, we'll yeah. do this we'll do this dude that's gonna be super rad i can't wait man that that's gonna be cool dude thanks for awesome and i'm so excited for all your new stuff man that's gonna be so cool man the, the new stuff that's coming out i mean you're gonna be filming like you're gonna spend the whole year over here filming that's gonna be nuts yep that's awesome, yep. man. I can't wait. I can't wait to see all of it. Dude, thanks again, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Absolutely. Yeah. You're very I welcome. Mean, 